millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me as always, my co-host Nick Mason. It's me. You know what we, sometimes we do as well? What do we is do? Is we plug other podcasts that we've been on. No. Nope. And, and we say, We hey, stopped that. No, we we say, had a meeting. No we, no, we say stop listening to this one and listen to another podcast, specifically one that I was on. Sure. So uh, this week I was on, my friend Sarah and Michael have a podcast called It's a Duck Blur. You say I, you returned. I returned to nice. it. It's a, it's a podcast where they break down and discuss every episode of the 80s cartoon series DuckTales. I always thought it was a 90s show because that's when it aired here. Yeah, 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 that's right. But boy, it's OG. It's OG, OG <laughs> duck-based cartoon. So basically what we did is we watched the episode and we just ridiculed it for like... It's like a 22-minute episode and we ridiculed it for like an hour and a bit. Wow. So uh, if you want to listen to that, you should because it's real good. Mm. I had a good time anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just go to... you can. What, what Michael does is he... Um, Adds in a whole bunch of audio drops and stuff like that. So if you don't, you don't have to watch the episode. Yeah. To to have fun with the with the. the I, I listened to the the last one you were on. It was really good. I really oh, enjoyed you. it. Yeah, so yeah. basically, but if you want to watch the episode, which I recommend you do, mm. just go into just go to Google and type in Ducktales Drain on the Economy, which is the <laughs> which is the fun filled title of that particular episode, and uh, you can watch it on like Daily Motion or something like that or YouTube or whatever. Great. And then uh, then just listen to the episode. Is Gizmo Duck in it? Gizmo Duck's not in it. I've been twice. I said, I said, you know what? It, you know, bloody, you know what I said. I did the first one. I said I had a real good time. When I come back, can it be for a Gizmo Duck episode? And they said, no problem, because Gizmo Duck's my favorite character. Yeah. And no. Is his feet wedged in that wheel? Oh my god! I never even thought about that. You'd have to watch an episode, but you haven't. So no, I guess there's no way to know. I haven't seen his origin. Great. Yeah. I'm with the news. Yes. Do you know they're going to make apparently a Die Hard origin story? Set in 1979. Oh, a Die Hard Year Zero. <laughs> Apparently. I feel that's already a thing. Like, maybe there's a comic book. There is. Something? There actually is. Yeah. I haven't read it, but there is, a, like, a prequel Die Hard comic. Yeah. Hmm. I thought you were going to say... Because the, the first Die Hard is a Die Hard origin Year Zero. Like, yeah, in a way, sure. Because <laughs> he's just... Because he wasn't Die Hard. He's just that. a regular cop. Yeah. And then he has to bloody step up hmm. into glass in, Some, his, yeah, in his bloody in his, feet. In his feet. So, set in 1979... It shows that the quote from the article is it's showing how he becomes a diehard kind of guy. Hmm. He wasn't really a diehard guy. No, but I, what I think they should do yeah. is they should get Bruce Willis back for the prequel. Okay. 
but he looks like he does now. <laughs> shaved head and all. Shaved head and all. And then they have to conceive, like they have to build a conceit where he somehow gets that widow's peak and he becomes a lot younger looking. <laughs> so he, he starts old, gets younger, and then gets old again. Yes. Love yes. it. I don't think that's ever be good, been right? done. Because that's that's what I've, I've said this before on the show. Mm. The reason I don't like Die Hard 4, and I'm ambivalent to Die Hard 5 because I've not seen Die Hard 5, because what's the point? Yes. But I didn't like Die Hard 4 not because of the plot or because they cut out some of the violence or anything like that. Yeah. I don't like Die Hard 4 because he didn't grow back his widow's peak. <laughs> but he doesn't look like John McClane. He just looks like generic yeah. Bruce Willis action guy. And he could just kind of do everything. Yeah. Like the point of Bruce Willis... I say it's... The point of Bruce Willis, the, the main of, character of Die Hard... Bruce Willis should, should shut up. I don't like him. Right? I like some of his movies, not so uh-huh. much lately. But he just plays Bruce Willis now. Like, he's not being John McClane. He's just like... I'm, a, I'm just an action superstar. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm a generic action to everything guy. Is I'm the generic action guy. We'll plug him into a scenario yep. and see what he does. Is this oh, the same thing? Is this the movie Red? It doesn't, doesn't matter. Who knows? Is it GI Joe two? <laughs> Who's to say? Oh, there's lasers. It's GI Joe two. It is. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, this movie is going to be bookended with modern day Bruce Willis. So he's going to be like, remember the time that I had my first Die Hard? <laughs> so this is the. Young Indiana Jones. That's Die exactly Hard what it is. Great. Oh, so it's good. that episode of Young Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford. Yeah. So who is a good young Bruce Willis? Who do we have though? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He did it in Looper. I oh, did it in Looper. All right. I don't think you necessarily have to look like him. I think you just got to have the kind of mannerisms down pat. I think yeah. it's a mistake if you cast to looks because that's why you get Ashton Kutcher in a Steve Jobs movie. That's who true. Who looks a lot like more a lot more like Steve Jobs than say Michael Fassbender. Uh-huh. But by all accounts. That the the newer Jobs movie is much much better. Interesting. Okay, cool. So yeah. just picks a Bruce Willis. I know kind a thing. People have pointed out to me that I say interesting a lot on the show. Oh. And now it's in my head. <laughs> now you can't say it. You anymore? know what? Things aren't interesting anymore. <laughs> Actually, you know what? God damn it! If something's interesting, I'm going to say it's interesting. I feel like because people who <laughs> listen to this show don't know when a bloody interesting thing smacks them in the face. So I'm going to say that it's interesting. <laughs> Oh, there's a di- there's a new Die Hard prequel, is it? Well, that's interesting. In a good way. No, it just means you're like, well, I'm intrigued. That's something. I'm intrigued to know if this is going to be bad, but it will be. <laughs> well, do you know there was talk, and I'm pretty sure someone was writing this. I think it was Ben Treblecook. I was following him on Twitter. Or is doing- that a person? Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a writer. He's an English writer. He was writing the Treblecook. Yeah, we've glossed over that, but all right. <laughs> We've lost over a name that neither of us has ever heard before. I've heard of it because I brought it up. No, but I mean before before this treble cook guy. Sure, yeah. good point, I guess. But he was apparently writing a version of Die Hard 6 where Bruce Willis goes to Japan as the Nakatomi building anniversary rolls around. Oh, sure. And then it happens again, I guess. Great. So that sounds way better, right? Yeah, than whatever happened in 5. Yeah. Was it Russia or something? Yeah, I watched 10 minutes and I'm like, this is garbage. In the first 10 minutes, he's, he gets in like a whole lot of car... Because he goes to get his son back. Right. And in the first 10 minutes, he's going through like a car chase and he's crashing cars in Russia. Uh-huh. And he keeps yelling out... Oh, he yells out like, I'm on vacation! But he's not actually on vacation. Uh-huh. Like he's there for a specific purpose yep. to save his son. Was, what, his, was his son off dieharding in Russia? Yeah, he he was a CIA agent, but he thought he was kind of a dropkick or whatever. But he was actually like a, a like a special forces elite. I, I haven't watched it uh-huh. all, but that's what it is. For and our he- non-Australian listeners, a dropkick is an idiot. <laughs> yes, call somebody a dropkick today. <laughs> see how it goes. You'll be fine. Yeah, because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, more news, I guess. Yeah. So, does he have any more kids? Uh, yeah, he's got a daughter. She's in four. 
No, but I mean, uh, besides that, has he got a third one? I don't think so. Okay, I then mean, we're, probably. Yeah, it doesn't safe. matter. Then we're safe for Die Hard 6. Yeah, right. good, good. Mm-hmm. So there was a rumor earlier this week that they were going to merge. I think this is on, oh, I couldn't even tell you. Let's say Den of Geek. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty good site. That, uh, no, it might have been Joe Blow. I don't know. Might have been Schmo's nose. It might have been. Could have been any of those, any all of them. So I apologize. But they um, brought out the rumor that Thor and Hulk are going to be teaming up for the Thor Ragnarok movie. That's right, yeah. And then apparently it turns out, because multiple sources then confirmed that Mark Ruffalo is in talks to join that movie. Ruffalo? Rufio. He got roofied and now he's yeah, in the Hulk. Yeah. In the it's Mark movie. Ruffles <laughs> okay, after, right. the, after the potato chip. Oh, yes. Is that an Australian thing? I don't know. You're a bloody dropkick, mate. <laughs> oh, well, let's, well, let's talk about all the... Because I feel there's been... A, in the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of Marvel yeah, movie news. Absolutely. And TV news that we, yeah. that we skipped over a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Because there's, there's a lot of... There's, there's been some shake-ups. Certainly. People are saying that maybe the Iron Fist mm. TV series will be taken out of it like it'll be cancelled so be... the story with that is yes. and it's just a rumor a, lo- a yep. lot of people are saying that it also isn't true yep uh which is i guess what happens with rumors that's how rumors otherwise they're confirmed that they haven't been able to crack it and a lot of it's being to do with um the committee the marvel consultative committee which don't run the movies anymore right, but they right, do right. run the tv shows including the that's Netflix ike pearlmutter he is, is he's that. yeah, that's, yeah. yeah he's probably at the head of that table banging uh-huh. his fist sure and they can't crack the story and they can't agree to sign off on Certain things. But interestingly, using to use a phrase that you coined, yep. there was a rumor of a Moon Knight series this yeah. week, which I like Iron Fist, yep. but I like Moon Knight a lot more. Uh-huh. So if I had to see one of those, mm. what do you reckon? And well, that's the thing, because they all, they're both, they both have similar elements. Sure, yeah. And by similar elements, I mean similar elements to Batman, because we've got Iron <laughs> Fist, who's Danny Rand, who's like a, a colorful billionaire. Yeah. Uh, and also we've got Moon Knight, who is Batman, but with moon stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm aware it's more complicated than that. I, I enjoy... I don't think it no, is. No, it's really... Yeah. Um, yeah that's a, a moon crashed through his window. That's right. And he decided to dress as a moon. <laughs> that's that's right. the one. Yeah. Yeah, look, I don't know. Um, and I think... Or he got mooned. <laughs> he might have gotten mooned. Is that an Australian thing? I think that's... Yeah, no, that's an American thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If, for those who don't know, it's when somebody shows <laughs> you their butt. That's 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 a that's a worldwide phenomenon. I feel that used to, that that's what you used to do before the ice bucket challenge. Oh, you mooned you someone. mooned someone for charity. <laughs> okay, um, because we, I, some people were saying that Iron Fist, he's too colourful a character for the rest of the Netflix Marvel universe. I don't think so. No, that's exactly that. Yeah. A lot of people have said that, but I don't think that's true. But I think, and also, people have been a lot of people saying. Uh, they don't know who to cast. Okay. Because it's... For like, Iron Fist? Yeah. Yeah. Um, people said Ryan Felipe. That's the number one oh, yeah. pick. The problem with Iron Fist, and you can work around it, I feel, with, say, Daredevil. Mm. Like, he's a, you know, he's a sort of sort of a ninja. He's, you know, a fighter. He mostly he's, gets punched. Yeah, he mostly gets punched. He's fisticuffs, and he clearly, you know, he's got, a, he's got some training or whatever. Yeah. But he is kind of a bruiser and a brawler. Yeah. So you can fix that with editing, maybe, sure, kind yeah. of thing. Or you can just... Have people like clumsily lay into each other like you would in a real fight. Yeah. But with Iron Fist, he's, you know, the top echelon of martial artists exactly, in yeah. this dimension kind of thing. So you need somebody who can do that. Who can actually do that. I guess you can get a stunt double to do that. Yeah. Because he wears a mask. Wears a mask, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't know. I mean, Ray, get, get Ray Park. Yeah. Well, if you're listening, get, and I know you aren't. 
That's actually that's a great idea. Yeah, Ray Park. Yeah, I was going to say the dude who played he stunt doubled for Dead, um, not Deadpool. He stunt doubled for Deadpool in the Wolverine movies. Named, and I think he's stunt doubling for Batman in the new Batman movie. I think his name's Scott Lever. I think okay, maybe yeah. And he's like an MMA martial arts kind of kind of dude. Get the Green Ranger. He's a real MMA yeah, guy. Yeah, that guy. Absolutely. <laughs> not as the actual actor. No, that would be bad. <laughs> There's also talk of. The Inhumans movie being cancelled. Yes. Which the, the, go ahead. I was going to say, but that apparently Marvel kind of stomped that out. And then Vin Diesel pretty much came out and said that he's going to be oh, wow. um, Black Bolt. Because, the again, the rumour said that because Fast and Furious 7 sort of blew up, you know, it blew up that series again. Yeah, yeah. That he would be writing and directing and starring in 8 and 9. And mm. so he wouldn't have time. Yeah, yeah. So they'd, they'd just be like... And he and he's really the only guy who's who's ever been attached to Inhumans, like cast wise ever really. So they haven't looked at who to make the dog yet. Yeah, exactly. Right? Lockjaw. Lockjaw. Thank yeah. you. And another, they have stamped it out, but people the the, re, Inhum, the Inhumans have sort of been introduced in Agents of Shield. Yes. And probably. Yeah, it's tough to say, isn't it? <laughs> sort of. The and they are materially very similar to the X Men. Yes. Well, and, they, they've. They've kept, they've brought out a thing in Marvel recently, and I think they already said this. Mm-hmm. There are you can't they're not introducing any more mutants. There's some kind of disease oh, in the Marvel good. universe Convenient. where because every time they make a new mutant, mutant, it automatically goes to Fox. So why oh, would they, yeah. so why that's, would they that's do very that? True. Yeah. So everybody's an Inhuman, which isn't as interesting. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's not it's not less interesting. I guess you're right. Yeah. Mm. Um, but again, it's hard to it's hard to. It's hard to make new Inhumans, in, yeah. Because in like in there, you know, there are there were a product of genetic alien genetic manipulation thousands of years ago. Yes. So you have the ones that exist on the moon, yes, and you have the ones that exist that are created with the Terrigen mists on Earth, yes. And that's just not like it's not. There's not just Terrigen mist storms all over the world. You need no. And in Agents of Shield, they need to be there needs to be people with that potential, and they yeah. find an alien artifact or what have you. I think. Yeah, like they're similar to the X Men, and I think that the plan, you know, the plan seems to be since they don't have the X Men mm. in the MCU, they'll just swing in the Inhumans and say, "That's yeah, close enough." Yeah, kind whatever. Of thing. Yeah. yeah, but uh, people have been saying that after, you know, of course Disney have Star Wars. Mm. That when the Force Awakens comes out, yeah, they're going to make two billion dollars or something like that. Ooh. So if they just peel off one of those billions <laughs> and give it to Fox and say. Can we have the X Men back? Yeah, they'll take a billion dollars for it, kind of thing. You reckon? Yeah, and then they don't need the Inhumans. I guess so. They so, can yeah. just turf that movie. They can do well. There, there's, there was also rumors of a, of a deal between Fox and. We'll get back to Thor uh-huh. and Hulk. I know I've said it earlier. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it soon. Maybe Ooh. I might forget. There's two new X Men TV series that are starting up. This just announced this week. Uh-huh. One's called Legion on FX. Okay. And the other one's called Hellfire on Fox TV. Okay. Right. And. The rumor is that in order for Marvel had to sign off on these X-Men TV series because uh-huh. Fox don't own the rights to X-Men on television. And so in order to sign off, they apparently traded. This is a rumor. And a lot, yes. Again, that, a Fantastic Four. Right. There we go. And that's yeah. going to be one of the 2020 movies that were announced. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to see another take on the Fantastic Four or X-Men TV series? Look, we had some we had some great success with Mutant X. It was a good one, wasn't it? No, it was bad. Oh, it was real bad. You were being sarcastic. Yeah, See, I, I wasn't. No, it's not good. It's no, terrible. It's real bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the worst. It combines all the worst. Like it combines, you know, 
the 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 heroes have like they have all the superpowers and they have all the matrix style kung fu <laughs> and it's them versus just some some got some middle-aged guys in business suits who have a little bit of kung fu yep. and Andy Warhol. Yes. That's who they're fighting. And then it's as good as the TV show Heroes. Yeah, all right. That's fair. Oh, really? Oh, okay. oh, no, it's not. It's not that good, actually. It is from the nineties. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but all right. So, do we have any more details about that? But no, because Legion is Professor X's son. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he has, he he's got a multiple personality disorder, and all his personalities. Have we saw him powers. in X Men Two. Is that right? Or was that a different? No, that wasn't. That was Striker's. That was Striker's son. Sorry, yeah. I apologize. Yes. <laughs> Edit that out. No one will ever know. I won't. I won't put it in. No, don't take <laughs> take that out. I'll reference it every five minutes. <laughs> uh, as but could he carry a series? I guess he could. Sure. Why what not? if he was like that? You know that guy, the Pretender. Who was that guy? <laughs> that guy's like fifty-five. <laughs> no, I'm not the actor. Oh, you mean like he goes and does? He'd different... pretend to be, yeah. Go to different <laughs> sure, stuff every okay, week. Yeah. He had a different set of powers. And I feel like as well, Patrick Stewart would be like, "Yeah, I'll be in this occasionally." Oh yeah, okay. You know, yeah. yeah. Have you been catching up with Blunt Talk? I haven't been. I've, I watched the first one and I really liked it. Oh yeah, so yeah. I, I want to go back to Me it. Me too, yeah. but I haven't got to it yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess they could do that. Yeah. I'd like to see a resurrection. Did you did you ever read Resurrection Man? No. Resurrection Man was a DC superhero, mm. and every time he died, he came back with a different super. He immediately reincarnated as a different superhero. Oh wow! Okay. Like cool. with different powers. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it was use. It was sometimes useless and sometimes useful kind of thing. So he's Doctor Who. Oh no, because he could come back forever, essentially. Okay, sure. So, like, there was a there was Doctor, a, Doctor Who's not going away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Did they take away the number of regenerations? I think it's just like have? whatever now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but like Resurrection Man, you know, he, he killed. He'd, he'd come back maybe in some way that was relevant to how he was killed, kind of thing. Sure, yeah. Uh, and there's a there's an issue where he has to go and fight some bad guys, mm. and he uh, he wants to, like, he he wants powers that are useful enough. Uh, to to fight these bad guys, but he runs across Hitman Tommy Monaghan, oh, yeah. who takes a lot of joy in just riddling him with bullets <laughs> for the entire issue, and just keeps bringing him back. It's pretty good. Great. Yeah. Does he also feel pain? Yes. Well, that's that's not pleasant, is it? I know, right? Yeah. What are we talking about? I don't know. Oh, Legion. Yes. Yeah, and so Hellfire, which Hellfire. I assume is a Hellfire club. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. Modern day, I guess, because we, bit... we saw that in um, First Class. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was like the early days of that. So I guess mm. they just bring it up. To the I'm very day. intrigued by both of these things. Interesting. Whether that, there you go. I was, mm. Yeah, <laughs> you took the word right out of my mouth. <laughs> Are you going to use intrigued now from now on? I might switch it up. Sure, yeah, why not? Switch it up. Yeah, but what do you think about the Fantastic Four potentially going back to Marvel? Look, if if this isn't true, which it may not be. Yeah. Okay, if it's true, it makes sense. Yep. Fox can't use Fantastic Four. No, no, never again. They've ruined it. They've ruined it. Well, see, that's the thing. I would appreciate, bring at the very least, bring it back to Marvel, even if it is a dud, mm. they'll never use it again. Right? You don't think Marvel will use it? No. I reckon they'd have a crack at it. This is how I would do it yeah. if I was anything. I mean, they'll do it once in 2020. Oh, okay. And then right. if it's a dud, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... At least for us, yeah. there'll be no more because yeah. they'll have enough characters and yeah. whatever. They'll have enough but... in humans. Yeah, exactly. But Fox will keep at this oh. forever <laughs> yeah. because if if you don't take it from them, they will just keep going. Well, we've got to do one in another year because otherwise we'll lose the rights. Which we're keeping for some reason forever. <laughs> so let's just keep, and they'll just keep doing it. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I think that it makes sense to take it back because Marvel can't do an X Men TV series or use yep. the X Men, and Fox have ruined 
Fantastic Four. And if 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 I was Marvel, I'd do a period piece X Men movie like they've talked about with the two thousand and five version. Mm. That was didn't you mention that as well that it was supposed to originally be that. Yeah, the the mm. the original again. We I don't know if this is rumor, but maybe yeah. it's just people on the internet going. You know what would be good? Yeah, is that you have the Fantastic Four. It's the sixties. It's yep. kind of groovy, yep. kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's kind of a square. Yep, and you just do it. You put in bloody Michael Douglas's young Hank Pym. Yep. You put in bloody Peggy Carter, and yeah. you just do it like that. Yeah, yeah. Why why can't we have a movie set in that era? Yeah, and that way it's completely different. And you know what? If you want to bring him to the present just put him in a fucking time machine or time loop or something. <laughs> he's some got a shit. time platform yeah, exactly yeah. yeah i forgot exactly yeah. so, so you, absolutely you could do that you could just have him yeah meet the characters from the yep. from back in the day you could even you could even put in a bit of the the trank kind of thing where they're i mean you shouldn't but you could even put in <laughs> you like, potentially could yeah, you potentially put in the thing where like they'd they've been doing secret missions for the government yeah and that's why we would not heard of them yes before this or nobody's mentioned it like yep. oh hey these superheroes they're like the fantastic four because nobody remembers them yeah yeah there you go. And then, at least, if it's bad, we'll never see him again. That's right. And look, I feel like before we get to Thor and Hulk, yep. a lot of people emailed in about uh, Powers Booth now being a oh, that's part right. of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Powers Booth is going to be in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Did he think we wouldn't notice that he was in <laughs> Avengers as one of the as one of the bloody the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. council members? We noticed. We noticed Powers Booth. We noticed your chiseled features <laughs> and, and, and gruff voice anywhere, Powers Booth. We enjoy your work, Powers Booth. Yeah. Even though it sounds like we're angry. I'd like you to be in more stuff, Powers Booth. <laughs> I hope you're good in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'll probably watch an episode, Powers Booth. <laughs> nah, he's all right, isn't he? Where were you in Age of Ultron, Powers Booth? Yeah. There's a council in that. Where were you in in bloody Winter Soldier, Powers Booth? You piece of shit. Yeah. Actually, no, there were no council members in Age of Ultron. Yeah, but they uh, were in Winter Soldier. They were in Winter Soldier. Yeah. That's what I meant. Okay, right. You fixed it. I did. Well done. Interesting. You're probably in Jonah Hex, Powers he Booth. Seems like, he seems like the kind of guy who would swing off a chandelier on a rope. Yeah, I guess he would. Yeah. He's got that vibe about it. In him. real life. Yeah, he's got a bit of daring do. <laughs> he does, you know doesn't I mean? he? Yeah. A bit of old school Hollywood daring do. Sure. Yeah. Mm. I imagine him as some kind of oil baron that Zorro has to fight. Yeah, definitely. There we go. Mm. All right, so the Thor and Hulk movie. Oh, yes. Apparently it is happening. So mm. Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. which is apparently going to be an incredibly dark kind of apocalyptic movie. Directed will... by Taika Waititi. Woohoo! I still got to watch that movie. I haven't watched it yet. It's very good. What becomes of the shadows in New Zealand or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah. Uh, and it's got to be kind it's of... It's called Dracula. Because <laughs> they're from New Zealand. Very good. Yeah. And... <laughs> And so they kind of team... Vampires. <laughs> that's, that's more South African, oh well. Close well, enough. Close enough. Uh, what's I saying? So it's kind of... They'll team up and kind of go on a little adventure or whatever, yeah. which I think is a great idea. Mm. And if neither of them are going to be in Civil War, which mm-hmm. apparently they're not, yep. why not just give them their own movie? Yeah. It's not a pairing that you'd think initially, oh, that's natural, that's a natural fit. But yeah. when you think about it for more than a second, yeah. it's a brilliant idea. That's right. No one is really interested in a third Thor movie. Not nobody. Chris Hemsworth is a good Thor. He's interested in it, certainly. He certainly is. Chris Hemsworth is a good Thor. I like the first Thor. I don't mind the second Thor. A lot of people hate it. Uh-huh. But he's not like he's not like an Iron Man Captain America. But people yeah. like him. Yeah. And Marvel don't think Hulk works as a solo movie. And Universal also own partial rights, distribution rights to the Hulk solo movie. Oh. So this way... You get to it, sneak through a couple of loopholes. Exactly. And make a movie that more people will see. Yeah. Like, it, I think they should do this all the time. Mm. Just grab two or three characters and put them together. Yeah. And they have been doing it. They did it with bloody um, Winter Soldier. Yep. They did, they're doing it with the new Ant-Man movie, yep. Ant-Man and Wasp, which is out whenever. They should do 
Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver's body, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? So it's just Scarlet Witch going over the world, <laughs> just just using her powers, and then it just cuts to that battlefield. And he's still Age of Ultron and he's still dead. Did they get him off the... Yeah, they retrieved him, I okay, think. Okay, they yeah. did. Good for him. I'd like to see a Black Widow Hawkeye. Yep, sure. Yeah. I mean, Black Widow Solo or Hawkeye Solo Whatever. would be good. doesn't matter. I'd like to see... Like, yeah, okay. All of those things. All of the, those things solo. But. I, I think because it's also got to a point where people are like, why is Iron Man doing something by himself again? Why doesn't he hang out with what all is, his friends? Exactly. Why doesn't he just call on his friends who can help him every time? This is how you bloody do it, mate. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good on them. Yeah. I'm glad it's happening. Did you see, and I don't have the video here, but you can probably just look it up, but don't do it now. <laughs> uh, last week was at uh, New York Comic Con. Yeah. There was a cosplay competition, and the winner was a guy who built his own Hulkbuster Man, suit. Man, that was crazy. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. That looked incredible. Yeah. And then he, they, they hand, but they handed him the big check, and they, these big hands didn't work. So... <laughs> Better luck next time, idiot. See you next year. Your dumb, amazing costume. <laughs> so he's actually... So Bloody, he, take a number and get in line with Powers Booth, you idiot. He, so he, he was on stilts, yeah. obviously. And then, Should have been stilt man. Mm, imagine. Mm. Do you reckon that would win any prizes? No. Probably not. Unless it did... The, unless it, psh, oh, yeah. The, then it, it would ex- be amazing. Somebody next year do that. Yeah. How do you... That's got to be one of the best cosplays of all time, right? Yeah, that was yeah. great. I know you love a good you love a good cosplay. You love a bad cosplay, don't totally, you? Totally, yeah. Any's good. Yeah. Whatever. I love a good cosplay. I love a love a bad cosplay. I love it when it's just a cosplay and it's steampunk. Yes, like it's Batman, but he's steampunk. Like I, lo- I think. You- do you yeah. love any cosplay where it's just any character and then, but they're also dressed as Deadpool? Yeah, it's pretty. Oh. <laughs> so many of those. There's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. Look, look. I think. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's, see, it's not enough to just go and be like, I'm Luke Skywalker, I'm Spider-Man. You're like, and what else? Yeah. What else are you? Are you also Sailor Moon and Luke Skywalker? <laughs> if not, shut up. Yeah. So anyway, apparently Robert Rodriguez, well, not apparently, this is happening. He's going to be directing Battle Angel. Oh, Battle Angel Alita. Yes. From way back in the day. That's right. You remember James Cameron has been talking about that for like 10 years. Yeah. And then... I presumed it wasn't happening because he's like, I'm making Avatar movies till you're sick of them and I die, or whichever comes first. Uh-huh. So that's happening. He's got a, Cameron's producing, but Robert Rod, Robert Rodriguez is directing. Huh? Thoughts? I did not think that this would ever happen. Sure. It's, so it's about a. It's such an odd. It's a thing cyborg that it, woman. Is she a cyborg or is she just a robot? She's a robot girl, and she's got no memory, and she wakes up or something, and so, is that? Well, here's the thing. I've seen it, but I can't remember. Okay. It's such an odd choice that James Cameron has been like, you know what has really struck my fancy? Blue people. Blue people. I mean... A, a robot girl in this apocalyptic wasteland kind of thing. Yeah. It's very odd that that's, that's struck a chord with him. Sounds ex- Yeah, it sounds expensive also. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. Good. I guess you could just use the future from AI. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. I think that, mo- I think that movie's underrated. I don't know, though. I should probably check it out. Or I won't. Mm, you should probably check it out. I probably Watching should. It. I probably should. What do you think of Robert Rodriguez in general? Uh, what's he done? Desperado? It's pretty good. It's from like the mid-90s. Yep. He did the sequel. The sequel. Which isn't as good. Johnny Depp gets his eyes drilled out. Oh, he does too, but then he has a shootout with no eyes. Yep. Some or all of the Spy Kids. That's true, he did. He did. Machete. Yes, which I haven't seen. Because Uncle Machete is in, is in Spy Kids, He right? is, yeah. yeah the crossover. Weird, right? Mm. He was in um, bloody, what's it called? Not in. He did Sin City. Oh yeah, which I enjoyed a lot. I didn't. Yep. I never saw Sin City too. Neither did I. I have a copy of it right here. 
Should we watch it on silent as the mo- as the podcast progresses? I think we should. Why not? Yeah, let's do that. Great. I, I've been meaning to get back to that, like because I've heard it's not great, but I that movie came came way too late. What was it? Ten years? Oh nine, yeah, nine years yeah. after the first or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. And it, and the effect was mind blowing initially. Yeah, but then. That's a movie. If you don't make a sequel within two years, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because people are people are done with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in this one again. Yes, he is. Right. No, he wasn't. In, he wasn't in the first okay, one. Then he's in it for the first time. I'm thinking of Josh Hartnett. <laughs> Hang on, I just Bruce gotta... Willis is in as Bruce Willis. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's all right. Okay. Yeah, he's a ghost or something. Oh, Eva Green's in this one. Great. Yeah. Powers Booth. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> well, he was in the first one. But wasn't he killed? No, his son was. Oh yeah. Rock. He's Senator Rock. Ray Liotta. He's probably- Stacey Keach, who's that again? Ah, oh, I don't know. Brittany Murphy is oh, not in that one. Oh. Yeah. We miss her. Yes. Christopher Lloyd. We'll get to that. This is all going to tie in. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Great. Anyway, I yep. feel like we've been talking for Piven. a while. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven's in there. Christopher Maloney. Who's that? He's the guy who's in uh, uh, Law and Order SVU. Stabler. Elliot mm. Stabler. He's also in Wet Hot American Summer. He's the, the, the cook. Oh, he's great. Yeah, like he's great and everything. Yeah. He's in the Harold and Kumar movies as an insane version of himself, I think. I think you're thinking of Rob Corddry. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Neil Patrick Harris. You are. But he is in... He's also one. in Man of Steel. Yeah. Oh, he is too. Yeah. He's great. Anyway, uh, sorry, we've got to burn through this. What is? Okay, how right. long have we been gone for? Feels like hours. No, it's like half an hour. Like, not too bad. A bit under. <laughs> but okay. just behind the scenes, making this podcast <laughs> seems like it takes hours. <laughs> An infinity every week. Oh, Powers Booth, he's, he's looking at a bloody... He's looking at a scale model of the city. He's going to take over that city. I can't stop watching it. Are you actually watching it? Yes. <laughs> I thought you were joking. Um, Godzilla King Kong movie 2020. That's mm-hmm. when it's coming out. Okay. Next bit of news? Yeah, see, I'm still not... What are they going to... All right. You don't want to see it? Of course you've got to see it. They're going to have... It cannot be a versus. If they sell it as a versus, there's no chance. Like, it's not... God, we've talked about it. Yeah. We, we, one like, punch, Godzilla's dead. Like, one punch. Like we said, Godzilla should be the reason why there's only one King Kong left because he just obliterates all, like a hundred yeah. of them. Yeah, that's a movie I'd see. The king, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they can't make Godzilla a bad guy where he wipes out a species, can they? <laughs> True. Yeah. I mean, you can bat it out of. Well, city. you have you have the Mutos, the other monsters. Yeah. They kill all the King Kongs. Okay. And then the last King Kong teams up with Godzilla, and then they like any. Okay, imagine. Yep. Just imagine. I'm imagining. There's a ruined city. Yep. It's filled with evil monsters. They're destroying the city, even though it's already been destroyed. They're still at and it. And then you see Godzilla charging in, being ridden by King Kong. <laughs> Amazing. And he's got maybe a giant lasso that he's made of like power, ca- like tons of power cables, or like a like he's got a bloody he's got the bloody internet cable from under the ocean, and he's whipping it about like a lasso. Of course I would see that. Yeah. Of course I would yeah, see that. Yeah, all right, that. I'm on board. Great. Did you say 2020? 2020. It's too far away. You're on board for that idea of yours that probably won't happen. Yeah. Great. I bet it will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the Star Wars. So apparently on Monday, Tuesday yes. our time, there's going to be a new Star Wars trailer. That trailer. That's the rumour. And tickets are going on sale, somebody said. That's what people that's, are excited that's, about. That's what they're saying. Uh, and if you don't buy them on the day, they'll run out of tickets. And you'll never you'll see never it. You'll never see it. <laughs> so... That's pretty exciting. I don't have anything to say about it, except I'm very much looking forward to that. Mm, me too. Let's move on then. But what if it's just a movie? Anyway. <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we inevitably come to it. We'll cross that bridge when we cross it and we'll see all the massive Star Wars fans leaping off us. Correct. Mm. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, so this week, as we know, is the... Is... Oh, later is a cyborg. Cheers. Yep. Okay. <laughs> there we go, because we, we would have got letters. Yeah, we would have. Uh, the Wikipedia page says cyborg. Maybe she's not. Mm. Mm. Somebody look into that who's not us. She's no ghost in the shell. I'll give her that. Certainly not. They're making that as well, aren't they? Scarlett Johansson? That's, that's been said, yeah. They've talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. It's good. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about Back to the Future trilogy because our, this week is the 21st of October 2015, which, as everybody knows, means something. <laughs> and, and it's the date that Marty McFly and Doc Brown and Einstein and Jennifer yep. travel to in Back to the Future 2. One version of Jennifer. One version of Jennifer, correct, which we'll get to. The, the one who got the job. That's right. So uh, we are going to go through the trilogy mm-hmm. and talk about things we like and vaguely remember about sure, it. Sure, yeah. Because what a bloody wild ride. Yeah. But before that, I mentioned briefly last week that the Hill Valley Preservation Society is doing a fundraiser to give away two original Back to the Future cells. And basically, if you donate any amount of money at their Facebook, you go into the draw. Just make sure you put in the, the reference in it, The Weekly Planet. Now, all proceeds from that go to the Michael J. Fox Foundation, which is uh, dedicated to finding a cure to the Parkinson's disease. To the to Parkinson's <laughs> disease. It's a terrible, shitty disease. My neighbor, actually, uh, was diagnosed a few years ago. And it's just... It's... Fucking horrible. Yeah. So, look, it's a great cause. We Your neighbour, Muhammad Ali. Yes, that's right. Yes, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, he is. He's pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're going to chuck in about 50 bucks each. Absolutely. So, we're going to be announcing that uh, next week. Great. Uh, next week. Facebook.com slash the HV 
P.S. Yes. Great. And he said he's um he's going to try and get some uh, pictures over to me, which I'll put on uh, Twitter. And, Excellent. And then so because he said he's got a few to give away, so he's not sure which ones are going going to whom. Mm. So yeah, I'm not sure what they look like. Maybe they're terrible cells. But either way, maybe well that's well that's you got a chance you got to take for a good cause. That's it. Maybe exactly. they're terrible. Maybe it's that bit where Biff has been covered in manure. <laughs> maybe it's every bit where Biff has been covered in manure. Maybe it's every single one. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll announce that next yeah. week. It's pretty cool. What I like best about this week, yes, is that in a couple of days, mm-hmm. Back to the Future Two will become a movie that features a future that has passed. And that's your favorite. That's my favorite. What's one of my favorite genres of movie? Free Jack. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yep, the absolutely. Dark Future of 2008. <laughs> All the greats. Some of the versions of Judgment Day. Yes. Uh, Snake Plissken. Yeah, that's yeah. Escape that's, from Escape from New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's that that's, set in like ninety seven? I think that or might something? be ninety. Yeah, ninety seven or ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Space nineteen ninety nine. Certainly, two thousand and one. Yeah. A space odyssey. Yep. I think there's also no. I think it doesn't matter. I don't <laughs> even know what I was going to say. All of those futures. We should do an episode on that actually. Okay. Futures that are past and that are wrong and are rubbish. Don't make. Don't make. And ones that Mick Jaggers are Jaggers in for some reason. Like which one? Free Jack. He's oh right. Free Jack. Okay. Um, I think if you've got to make a future movie, just be like, it's the year th- 3000. Yeah. You can't say mm. That's what Futurama did. They're just like, I mean, one of the taglines at the start of the episode, and they change every time, yep. is you can't prove that this won't happen. That's so true. Which is yeah. correct. All right, let's talk about Back to the Futures. Okay, we'll go film to film. Okay. Oh, full spoilers, but look, if you haven't seen them, which is crazy because you have, you've just forgotten. Yeah. But go and watch them again. Because mm. in general, really strong. No? Look. <laughs> what? Look. I hadn't watched them in a long time. I rewatched Back to the Future in its entirety. You have no nostalgia. I watched most of Back to the Future 2. I've seen three the most, so I didn't feel the yeah. need to watch it. Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to say this. I'm going to put it right out on Front Street. <laughs> One and three are great films. Two is not very good. I disagree. Okay. But we'll get to that. Okay, sure. So... You know what? You know what I like about you, aside What's from that? your general personality. Oh, yes, you don't give a shit about nostalgia. That's probably like true, you don't yeah. have that filter. Yeah. Maybe for some things you do, but generally, yeah. generally, generally, you're like new things or bring back old things. I don't care if they're bad. You know what? And speaking of the Hill Valley Preservation Society, sure. we're going to put in some money. We're clearly ineligible for to win the cells. But if I do win one of those cells, I'm going to I'm going to make a video of me headbutting through it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Because that's how much I don't care about nostalgia. I don't care. I'll throw it down a storm drain. That's what I'll do. There'll be a video just me flicking it down a drain at the side of a road. Even if it's worth something? Won't even look back. Yeah, yeah. All right. So do you think... So first Back to the Future, 1985, do you think it holds up? Yes. But what I think is interesting about the first Back to the Future Mm -hmm. is that Marty McFly has no time travel IQ (laughs) in the sense that he goes back in time... And he figures out that he's gone back in time. And then somebody be like, hey, we're watching the new Jackie Gleason show. And he's like, I remember this old rerun of this old show. I've seen it before and I know what happens in it. And they're like, how? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Rerun. Yeah. And then the kid says, what's a rerun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, sorry, I'm from 1985. Yeah, and it just, it just keeps going. It's bloody, he's a, he's a maniac, this guy. <laughs> 
He's he's all set to destroy the timeline. <laughs> He'll play whatever music at whatever prom he's at. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't give a shit. There's just you you couldn't. I feel you couldn't make this movie now. Yeah. Only in the sense that whoever, whatever character you sent back in time, would go. I'm back in time. Yep. The rules are that I know the rules are that I can't upset history, otherwise I won't be born or whatever. Yes. And they would be very cool about it. Yeah. But Marty's just. Very laissez-faire. He's just te- he's just ripping shreds off bloody the timeline, isn't he? He's just tearing strips off us. He makes some pretty big changes. Yeah. We'll get to that, I guess. Okay, good, so yeah. the story is, I guess we should recap it. Yeah. Doc Brown invented a time machine. Yes, he, he takes did. a DeLorean and he puts a nuclear reactor in it, yep. which he's got from some terrorists or the plutonium from yep. the terrorists. And then he still wants to travel back through time because he thinks it's pretty, or just through time in general. And just to explore the time. Yeah. He wants to go in the future to t- see how the world's turned he out. Does. Mostly that's his thing, right? So he tests it on his dog. Yep. Uh, he does so by standing himself and Marty in front of an untested time machine. Yep. Which luckily works. Yep. Despite nothing he's ever done working before. before. Yeah. I guess that dog food thing works. <laughs> sure. Yeah, he assembled that. It's Ikea. Yes. And then uh, he gets killed and Marty is to, to escape the terrorists. Yes. The, the, Li- the Libyan terrorists. Yeah, he jumps. Would you like to know the names of the actors who are the Libyan terrorists? Yes, please. Okay. They are. Hang on. Richard L. Duran yes. and Jeff Ohako. Classic Libyan names. <laughs> Are they? No. <laughs> that is some look, not, they got, look, not they super got, convincing Libyan makeup. Look, they got you. some guys and they put some bloody sheets on their heads. And that, <laughs> that's how that yeah, scene they did. Yeah. yeah. So Marty ends up back in 1955, which is coincidentally the year that his parents met. Yes. And so he has to make sure that they get back together because he's somehow... Stopped that from happening from them meeting up. So the whole movie's about him making his parents get together and make him. Yes. Because his mum, yes. for whatever reason, is attracted to danger. Or idiots. Danger and idiots. And perverts. Yeah, all those things. Because <laughs> George McFly was looking He's a peeping at, Tom. He's a yeah. peeping Tom. Which is not cool. No. <laughs> a lot of this movie's not cool. Uh, but, yeah, because what were. I'm re- recapping for everyone who's seen this, but right. he, uh, George McFly, uh, Marty's mother and father fall in love yes. because he is walking across a road yep. and her father hits George McFly with a car mm-hmm. and then takes George back to their house yep. and then nursing him back to health, she falls in love with him. It's yes. like a instead of Florence taking Nightingale it, syndrome, I instead, guess. Instead of taking him to a hospital yeah. because he was hit by a car. car yeah, but in... in this altered past, yes. Marty McFly pushes George out of the way. He's hit by the car, yep. and then his mother falls in love with him. Which wouldn't fly now. <laughs> M- McFly. No, certainly not. Also, if you watch that scene, Marty pushes his father out of the way of the car, Yeah, stops dead in the middle of the road, yep. and then sort of leans back and is hit by the car. <laughs> like, there's no... I don't know if you've ever tried. If you've if you've ever pushed anyone out of the way of something that's moving, I would never. You push, and your momentum carries you out of the way. You go with them, yeah. but he just he just stops dead. He does. It's weird. So you want to see him push the guy, but then still get clipped horribly. Yeah, clipped. as he's maybe even get his legs run over. Yeah, get both his legs <laughs> run over. Yeah, and yeah. then he gets nursed back to health with those yeah. two broken legs. Yeah, yeah, great. What do you think of the character of Marty McFly? I like his fashion sense, but what do you like about him? 
is fashion sense. That still holds up. I feel like you could wear that. If it yes. wasn't synonymous with that character. Right, yeah. Like, it's yeah. clearly, if you dress like that, you're dressing as Marty McFly. But all of those elements, the, like, the skinny kind of jeans, the yeah. bloody Converse shoes, the vest, the denim jacket, the weird shirt, the skateboard. All the weird stuff, yeah. The bloody Walkman. I don't know if the, I don't know if the, the shirt holds up. Okay, fair enough. And also, in 2, hmm. you realise that he's also wearing suspenders. <laughs> yes, he is. Or at the end of 1. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I didn't even... Yeah, right, it kind of holds up. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. But that's only because we as a culture are running out of nostalgia. That's true. We, we're, just, we're just going through the 80s again. That's so right, yeah. Eventually, we're going to run out of nostalgia and we're going to have to wear the clothes from Back to the Future 2. Because <laughs> we thought... Because oh, cause we thought that in 2015, we we're going to be wearing like... Shiny hats? Shiny hat, Shiny little, crash helmet hat, Little crash look, helmets hats. Look like paddle pops. And, and self... self Lacing shoes. I've got a game for later. Oh, yes. For Back to the Future 2 on things that happened and haven't happened in 2015. Okay, we'll do that, so yeah. So maybe we'll... Okay, we'll go back to that. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. But I, Marty McFly plays this character so well. I mean, sorry. Because he's so in the, he's so in the <laughs> character. He's the character. <laughs> Look, a lot of people think of Michael J. Fox as the deputy mayor on Spin City, but I like to think of him solely as Marty McFly. Absolutely. And Alex P. Keaton. And you know what he's good in? He's good in The Frighteners. He is good in The Frighteners. Frighteners is kind of great. And he's great in The Good Wife. I haven't seen The Good Wife. And he's good in Scrubs. Mm. He's good in Scrubs. He's in some episodes of Scrubs. Yes, he is. Good stuff. But look, he's really likable, right? Yeah. <laughs> and everybody knows the story about how... Uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name? What's his... Uh, there was another guy. Eric Stoltz. Oh, that's right, yeah. Was cast as Marty McFly. Yes. They filmed for weeks with him and then yep. continued to film after they knew they were going to fire him. Oh, boy. I guess just to keep everybody, everybody's wheels in motion, I guess. Everybody thought that they were still working on it except for Eric Stoltz. I mean, Eric Stoltz didn't know. Oh, boy. And they'd do things like they'd shoot like Doc Brown and then they'd be like, oh, do you want the reverse shot, you know, of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. Uh, Eric Stoltz? And they're like, nah, it's fine. Right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And he'd be like, no, I insist. I'd like to get some coverage. And they're like, <laughs> okay. And they do it. And he's like, the lens cap's still on. And he's like, oh. <laughs> so basically, they ended up firing him. They wanted Michael J. Fox, but he was doing family ties. Yep. And so he ended up filming. Sha-na-na-na. They ended up doing this at night. Filming uh-huh. most of this at night, so for the however many months it was. But how they basically announced it is Robert Zemeckis took him aside and said, "Listen, heads up, you're fired." Apparently, he did not take that well. They As- did a, they did a cla- they did the, what I call the classic is what they do is they go, "Okay, every all the cast and crew line up, please." Okay, now everyone who still has a job, step forward. Not so fast, Stoltz. <laughs> so they do it. So, but took him aside and he didn't take that well, which yeah. you, which you wouldn't. No, and. Like, there was talk on set of, like, he made everybody call him Marty and, and whatever, and a lot of people kind of were, were weird with that and, uh-huh. and, and whatever. But basically, I've got the quote here from Zemeckis. He then announced to the crew, he said, listen, we have an announcement. He said this through a bullhorn, by the okay. way. It, yeah, says, right. it says bullhorn here. It's probably going to be shocking, kind of good news, bad news. So the crowd started to, uh, to grow uneasy, he could tell. I'll give you the bad news. We're going to have to reshoot most of the movie because we've changed the cast, and there's going to be a new Marty, Michael J. Fox. The director saw the reactions. They weren't gleeful per se, but they didn't seem to be angry or worried, as angry or worried as he'd feared. Someone from the crowd shouted, someone from the crowd shouted, that's certainly not bad news. Oof. <laughs> Harsh, right? Yeah. So, 
Stoltz was there. And then, and then there was that generic crowd conversation. Like, oh, yeah, I had an Eric Stoltz. Wow. So how much of that footage can we find now? Uh, there's a bit of it. Uh, yeah. Most of it's locked away to vault. It was only recently that some of it's kind of come to light. Uh-huh. He looks okay. He's got black hair. Okay. Eric Stoltz is now probably most famously known as the pedophile dad in the other time travel movie, The Butterfly Effect. Oh. Do you remember that one? Wow, I bet he got a lot of interview questions that were about him being in Back to the Future. Uh, not about him being a pedophile? No, less of that. Hopefully not. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> do you like... Yes. Even though Michael J. Fox is a tiny little guy, yeah. I buy him as like a nuggety kind of punch a big guy in yeah, the face. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah, he's yeah. like 5'4 or whatever uh-huh. he is. But yeah. yeah, he... It's a bit shaky initially because you see him like... In, initially he shows up and he's in Doc Brown's workshop. Yeah. And he kind of like he... He's, uh, you know, he fires up all the equipment and then he's got his giant amp. Yep, yep. And then he plays his little guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, is this... What kind of movie is this going to be? But then I think it all it all comes together when he's, you know, he's skateboarding his way to... But boy, that's a great school. scene. Yeah. What, what did, uh, Crispin Glover, right? Yes. He's great in this. Yeah. He didn't return for the other ones. He, no. he, he apparently disagreed with how the, the way they wrapped it up. He thought it was kind of... Too, kind too of Hollywood? Schmo- too Hollywood, yeah. Too schmaltzy and, huh. and, and whatever. Everybody kind of gets what they want and mm. whatever. Marty gets his truck and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they're not white trash anymore, which yeah. I guess is good. It is... The ending... Yeah. It does make me wonder... Was there going to be a sequel? Well, that that too, but also... Everybody in... Like, he returns to a world... Yeah. ...that everybody else has full memories of and he has nothing. Yes, that's never explored. No. Like he gets, because we're swept up immediately into Back to the Future 2. Yeah. By immediately, I mean like four years later. Yes. But <laughs> like he would show up and, he, and he's always like, but what are you doing in a suit? What's going on? And his brother's like, yeah, because I work in an office. And he's like, what? Like how many, if he didn't, if he wasn't immediately swept up by Doc Brown and sent to 2015. Yeah. How many conversations would he have had to have where he... They'd be like, have you been hit in the head? Why do you, <laughs> what why do you is... not know this? Why do you not know anything, any details about our entire lives? But What's do you think on? if he got back and he was like, now I, I have both memories, do you think that would have been more confusing? Yeah, and, and two is just him locked up in an insane asylum. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, this is, these are three time travel, time travel movies where you shouldn't think too hard about Certainly the time not. travel. Certainly not. Yeah, but yeah. I think, again, it's one of those things if they release these now for the first time, people would... <laughs> Just pick them apart, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Biff Tannen, yes, Tom Wilson, uh-huh. he's great, right? Yeah, he's great, just generally. Yeah, like he's he um he primarily now he's like a he's a he's a stand-up comedian, yep. he, an act, sometime actor, yeah. stand-up comedian. He's like you know very kind of family friendly, and he's very nice. Yes. Uh, he has a he has a podcast that he doesn't do anymore, but it's yeah. on Nerdist. It's called Big Pop Fun. Yeah, and he just sort of talks about Hollywood stuff and et cetera, et cetera. Um, he does that amazing song. Here's a song. If you look up, if you go to YouTube and look up Biff's question song. What I might do, I might put it at the end of this episode. Oh, great. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's 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 basically a song about all the questions he, he is asked. Constantly. As, constantly <laughs> in his real life about what happened, as, about things about Back to the, the Back yes. to the Future movies. He also, if you ever meet him in real life, mm. he doesn't, I don't think he does autographs or photos, yeah. but he will hand you a card that provides all the answers to any conceivable question you will ask <laughs> about Back to the Future. I don't have it. You can you can Google that if you like, but it's basically you know here's what the manure was made of. 
Michael J. Fox is a great guy. Christopher Lloyd's a great guy. <laughs> Chris Grin Glover was weird. There's not going to be Back to the Future 4. <laughs> you know, all these questions. Yeah, you know. But that's basically what the song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. He's great. Yeah. Should be in more things. Should be more things. He's really versatile. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. And you believe him as kind of this old sleazy comb over kind of Biff Tannen. And you believe him as this young kind of... This hothead. Hothead punk idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also you believe him as Griff Tannen. Yeah. And Mad Dog Tannen. Yeah. He's all the bloody Tannens. Yeah. It's also weird that looking identically to your descendants... <laughs> is a thing in this a universe. Thing, but also sometimes it skips a generation. Yes. Which is weird that Marty looks... <laughs> Exactly like his son, but nothing like his dad. But exactly like his great grandfather, yeah, Seamus McFly. Yeah, they. Uh, anyway, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah. Lee- anyway, um, uh, Tom Wilson. There's a, there's also a, like a, he he tells a story once on his podcast about how he had to do like a we didn't have to, but like Vanity Fair were like doing a you know they got a whole. I think it was the Back to the Future cast. Sure, and they got all back together for a photo shoot, and everybody's wearing like designer clothes, and they're like, okay, what what do we what do we need to say you're wearing in this in this photo shoot just for the magazine? He's like. I don't know, Kmart. <laughs> Got these at Dockers, I don't know. Like, can we say they're Armani? He's like, all right. Like, <laughs> Whatever. Would, I don't care. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, Leah Thompson, Lorraine, yep. McFly. Uh-huh. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jennifer in this one is Claudia Wells. Uh-huh. And she was swapped out for Elizabeth Shue in part one because her mother had cancer, so she quit acting until like 2008. But she's really good for, yep. for what she is in this. Uh-huh. And super hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And of course, Christopher Lloyd yeah. as Doc Brown, also super hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Do you think he's ever escaped this? Mm, he embraces it. Yeah. I like mean, he was in Sin, Sin City, a dame to kill for. Certainly, certainly was. Yeah. yeah. He was in um, Suburban Commando with Hulk yeah, Hogan. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like every now and then he'll show up in like a Nike commercial and he'll bloody, he'll, we have the new Nikes. That yeah, and he'll say, great Scott. He'll, say, he'll look at the Nikes and say, great Scott. Exactly. The weird thing is because he's old in 85, so he's got aged makeup and now he kind of looks like that now. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's great. He's good. Good for him, man. Uh, uh, Judge Doom. There's another. He's too. That terrifying cartoon man. Yeah. From bloody Roger Rabbit. He's had Rabbit. 207 roles. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. pretty, he seems like a pretty good dude. Yeah. From all accounts. Mm-hmm. The special effects in this, right? Yes. Almost entirely practical compared to the other ones. There's no bloody... I mean, you do the flying car at the end. There's yep. obviously that. And there's a bit of electricity here and there. Uh-huh. But pretty much everything else is like real stunts, real locations, real kind of cars and whatever and there's a little bit of green screen you know when they travel through time and the fire tracks go between their legs and, and oh yeah whatever. sure uh-huh. there's stuff like that but mm. for the most part yeah all, excellent all practical yeah, yeah, yeah. do you mm. find all the stunt sequences in this really good in particular the skateboard stunt sequence which is still amazing yeah it's pretty good it's pretty bloody good the chase sequence of this in general though there's a lot of there's a, there's a great sense of tension i was gonna say yeah like l- Time travel logic, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm always like, oh, but why would this, why would somebody's picture slowly disappear or whatever? Yeah. But as soon as they're like, okay, we've got to get to the, we've got to get to the, the clock tower. Yep. And you've got to have, hook the thing and the electricity and you've got to get out of the trunk of the car and then do, yep. and then you've got to, you know, you've got to play the song. Otherwise your parents won't fall in love. Yep. Like you really go, he's got to do it. <laughs> yeah, I know, really right? Gotta, like even if, And then the car doesn't start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. it's crazy, man. No, it's real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, it's, it's, it's pretty funny, right? Like, not like gags, uh-huh. but it's just like funny kind of things sort of naturally kind of happen. It's not like, wibbity wham, kind of like people say catchphrases. And yep. the, it's just 
pretty na- like he goes. I in- think we found you a new catchphrase. Thank you. Yes, yeah. you know where he goes and puts his bloody headphones on his father and makes him bloody. Oh, that's uh, right. Like yeah, stuff like that. He's Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. like the- things like that. Do you like the um, couple of things? Yes, Huey Lewis, Huey Lewis in the news, right? Yes. Huey Lewis is in that as well. He's the he's the one of the judges of the Battle of the Bands. Yes, he's like that's a little too loud. Yeah, because because the band the Pinheads play mm. sort of a, power of love. A, a, a rock a rockier version of the Power of Love, if that's even possible. Yeah, I know, right? But the the weird thing is that that movie starts with the Power of Love, yes. which is like an amazing like that's an amazing pop track, power ballad, power I guess. ballad, and then it ends with another. Huey Lewis song called "Out of Time." Yeah, back in time, but it's just—it's—it's it's, it's just it's, whatever. It's just what happened in the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it's—it's it's like Will Smith recapping Wild Wild West or whatever. It's just like I'm going to school. I'm riding a skateboard. I'm doing, the, you know. It's, don't know. Don't know if it works. So you're not surprised that that one wasn't nominated for an Oscar? Yeah. Because the power of love was. Yeah, yeah. But it lost out to. And this is ridiculous. I'm ready. Say You, Say Me from the movie White Nights. Say you, say, say me. Terrible song. Okay. I guess it's okay. Certainly doesn't deserve an Oscar over Huey what Lewis the and the News. the movie White Knight? Fucked if I know. There you go. <laughs> I just got this piece of information. Okay, great. The, yeah. The best factoid about I Feel a Power of Love is mm. that they asked Huey, they were like, this is a, you know, this movie's a sci-fi movie, people really enjoyed it, people loved the, the, the theme song. Yeah. So the producers of Ghostbusters came to Huey Lewis and mm. said, would you like to do another, would you like to do the Ghostbusters thing? Yeah. And he was like, no, I don't really want to be known as the sound, like I don't want him pigeonholed as a soundtrack guy. Yeah. So they got Ray Parker Jr. to do the Ghostbusters thing, which is why it sounds like a blatant ripoff of The Power of Love. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. There you go. What year was Ghostbusters? 86? Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. like that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Huey Lewis sued. And, oh, really? Yeah. Huey Lewis and the sued. Oh. Does that work? Yeah. No, no. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm, no, I'm saying it. <laughs> like, if that was a written joke, absolutely not. But on a podcast, yeah, yeah. that's A+. Plus. So the right... The right <laughs> So the writer Bob Gale, right, who yeah. wrote this, yes. the reason he, he came up with it because his dad's he found his dad's yearbook and he wondered if he would have been friends with his dad at school. Oh. And that's how this started. I feel like the 80s had a lot of movies where it was kind of like, it's the 50s. And I think it's because a lot of the writers and producers and directors yep. grew up in that era. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of like, stand by me. That's probably the 50s. Sure, <laughs> yeah. It, maybe it's it the certainly 60s. seems like the 50s or 60s. There's this movie called Catholic Boys with Kevin Dillon, which is probably yep. the 50s. American Graffiti. Probably the 50s. Uh, Happy Days. Yep. Almost definitely the 50s. Yeah. And those are like, so it's like 70s and 80s. There was a yeah. lot of like 50s nostalgia. Uh-huh. And, you know, so that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Would you watch a Terminator movie set in the 50s? Fuck yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I've sworn too much in this episode. I might tone it back for the kids. I'm going to have this drink, drink of water too. Okay, okay yeah. great. Mm. All right. Um, what am I doing? Originally, they wanted a fridge. That was It was going to be a time-traveling fridge. So they'd all have to stack into stack into a bloody fridge, mate. Huh. The thing is, Spiel- oh, it'd be more like it'd be a stationary fridge, and yeah, instead like a like a doorway, like a bloody Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Because is that why the Delorean's covered in ice every time it time travels? Yeah, that's po- that's poss- possibly yeah. And apparently, also they were that's off- a tenuously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Look, we decided to completely change the method of time travel. We're like, what? 
what's the common theme that people would really relate to? Ice. <laughs> it's weird that it gets hot when it goes through, but cold when it comes out. Mm. So Spielberg said the reason he didn't end up going with the fridge, first of all, because yes. it's not as good, is because remember there was that big thing about kids getting in fridges and dying? That's right, yeah. There was that, mm-hmm. well, I don't, it was kind of before our time, but there was yeah. a big push also when we were growing up is like, don't you get in a fridge. <laughs> You'll die in a fridge. I saw it in an episode of Punky Brewster once. Oh, yeah. So. It was probably in Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Exactly. It was probably in that Ferris Bueller TV series. Probably. Yeah. It was. It's probably in Family Ties. Probably. Yeah. Probably Shana, in Spin City. And, uh... <laughs> so, do you remember, we used to have like a fridge, a super old fridge. and have one had those... a fridge? We had a fridge, like a uh, rich family. We were a fridge family. <laughs> we wow. were. And it had wow. one of those click shut, like you had to actually pull the lever down to open oh. it. And if you got in that fridge, you're not getting out. Because I was just going to say, like, I've never had a fridge where you can't just, like, if I was in a fridge, I could push my way out of a fridge. But here's the thing. you I don't know whether it's a law overseas, but in Australia, if you leave your fridge on the lawn, you yeah. have to take the door off it mm. in case a kid climbs into it and it rolls over yeah. and they die in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. be careful, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fridges. Fridges. <laughs> or freezers. Oh. Both of them. Yeah. And some cupboards. Some airtight cupboards. Some airtight cupboards. <laughs> um, airlocks. Yep. On space stations. Definitely. Plastic bags that are tied around your neck and over your head. Yeah. Trash compactors on space stations. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. Mm. That, like, channel that powers the Death Star laser <laughs> on a space station. Seems don't, dangerous. Don't stand in that. No, certainly not. Yeah. Certainly not. Also, um, apparently Mustang came to... Um, the producers and writers were like, we'll give you 75 Wait, so is this is this the car company or a wrestler called a Mustang? A wrestler called Mustang, okay. yeah. No, um, the, the car company and said, we'll give you $75,000 if you make the time machine a Mustang. Oh, and that was back when $75,000 was a lot of money. It was probably a lot of money. I mean, it is now. I'd take $75,000. You can't buy a Mustang for $75,000. Probably not, no. Yeah. But so they said, the answer was Doc Brown doesn't drive a bloody Mustang, Mustang right so absolutely wouldn't absolutely there was a swear word in there but I'm turning it back oh. so so yeah um but I think the DeLorean was chosen as a joke because it was a joke car because wasn't right. uh, the story behind it wasn't a guy this car crazy inventor guy wanted to make like this super cool futuristic oh, yeah. car yeah and so he made the DeLorean and it bankrupted his company. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And there's this episode of The Simpsons called The Homer. I was just going to say, <laughs> right now it looks like the car, it looks like the Homer, the car built for Homer. Yes. It really exactly. does. Exactly. And I think the only reason people kind of remember, obviously remember that car is because of bloody Back to the yep. Future. Uh-huh. Are you looking up whether the DeLorean was really a... It's called the DMC-12. Yep. But it was the only model they ever produced. That's what I'm saying, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems really impractical. Because like Just the gullwing doors, yeah. Well, that and like there's two seats and there's a lot of like junk all over it. But I think that might be the movie. <laughs> yeah, traditionally speaking, they don't have a Mister Fusion on the back. <laughs> what do you think about Biff being punched in the face? In 2007, they believe there are about 6,500 DeLoreans still existing. Okay. See, I thought there was like 10 left. Mm. There you go. No. Okay, good. Is the answer to that? Fantastic. Yeah. What do you think about Biff getting punched in the face? It's good seeing him get punched in the face, isn't it? Yeah, from a scrappy little nugget. Yeah, <laughs> or George McFly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he just just takes him out. Mm. I've got a fact about that for I'm part ready. two that I'll get. I'll oh, get okay, to. sure. I'm bloody, to okay, I'm bloody right. saving it. All right. So, do you like the whole his hand disappearing thing? I know you said it's tension filled, but like, it works. I guess it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make any sense because if because if. 
if in doing one thing he's irreparably damaged the timeline, like yeah. irreparably, yeah. he'd just disappear. But if he's only done something that would sort of, <laughs> uh, you know, alter the timeline unless he fixes it, yes. nothing should happen. Yes. It's just a convenient way to go, oh, I still have to fix things. Yes. Because, in the, you know, there's the there's a, scene at the dance, in the dance hall where... The enchantment under the sea dance. Yeah, George won't kiss Lorraine on the dance floor and he starts to disappear. Yes. But then George changes his mind and he cuts back in on the dance. Doesn't make any sense. And then then Marty's fine again. Yes. Yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense. It's just a <laughs> it's just the visual it's visual shorthand for he still has work to do, I guess. Yes. And it's I guess it works in a Yeah, absolutely. It works you, in a movie in the eighties. It does. You get it. Yeah, I get it. I get things. You, what What do you think about Biff being their slave at the end? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Look, this has been this is the this is the the point that has been picked to death about this movie okay. is that the timeline is altered and Marty shows up again and the guy that works on his cars is the man that attempted to rape his mother <laughs> yes. thirty years ago. And now he works as their sort of weird indenture. Like the di- the dynamic shifted over, so now George is yelling at Biff. Yeah, like you'd think he you think George would be a better man. You would think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Don't know what to tell you, yeah, but he's also an amazing sci-fi writer. Yeah, so that's pretty good too. Mm. I've got one more fact here. I'm ready, and then we'll bloody move on. Yeah, Einstein was Let's a- breeze through two and three because they were filmed together. Yeah, exactly. So we can get them out of the way exactly. together. Einstein was originally going to be a chimp. Einstein the dog. Yeah, but But he killed some people on set. (laughs) Which is generally the way with chimps, isn't it? But after Reese... They're frighteningly strong. Don't fight a chimp. And they get to a certain age and they snap. Just no matter what. Yeah. Wow. That's like their kind of puberty. Like real teenagers, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, But real teenagers won't rip your genitals off. Some won't. Some won't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Einstein was a chimp, but after research, they realized that no no film that has ever had a chimp in it turned a profit. Fascinating. Is that true? Well, I, mean, I don't know, but that's that is that's com- reverse comic book logic. Exactly. Because in the nineteen fifties, some ver- some research turned up, like in, in the comic book publishing in- industry, yeah. that if you put a gorilla on the cover of your comic book, it sold more issues than any other issue of that of that comic book. It doesn't have so to be in the comic. Doesn't have to be in it. So there'll be like a there'll be like a Superman comic book, and he'd be like, "I've been turned into a gorilla again." <laughs> and then you read the issue, and you're like, "At no point is he turned into a gorilla." I want again. My, I want my ten cents back, please. <laughs> That's probably how much this is. Yeah the past it is mm. it certainly is we know about the past we yeah. wouldn't be like we'll give you five dollars for that comic book and they'd be like but it's only 10 cents yeah, we'd yeah. know it was 10 cents we'd say 10 cents because we'd look at 10 the bloody- cents for that action comics number one please <laughs> yeah we're gonna throw away anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so back to the future 2 in 1989 there originally wasn't going to be a sequel to this question answered great yes the um the Ending that says to be continued at the end of Back to the Future 1 was only put in like the VHS release yep. and no further additions. Okay. So there, there was that was a joke at the yeah, end. Yeah, the version I the version I just rewatched does not have a pe- to There be you go. In it, yeah. So it was a joke kind of like we're going to the future and, and whatever right. and they said if it if they actually had a planned a, a proper sequel they wouldn't have put Jennifer in the DeLorean. Yes, because in <laughs> If in Back to the Future 2, yeah. right at the start, she's like, we're going to the future, what's happening? I've got so many questions. And then Doc Brown just stuns her yes. unconscious. <laughs> and then you can clearly see that they've the writers have gone, we didn't need her in this. Yep. 
it's too complicated already. We have to paint out. We have to. We've painted ourselves into a corner. We have to write our way out. Yes, mm. exactly. Yeah. And it's weird because they refilmed that scene for part two because Jennifer is a different actor. Right. This yeah. time, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Who is also delightful. Mm. Two delightful people. Yes. Yes. Okay, so there was also a version or like an early kind of concept that Marty went back to the 60s uh-huh. and his parents were hippies at Woodstock and he had to make them have sex. Uh, wait. So this is the sequel. This is two. Yes. Okay. To have his brother? No, him. Because he's like 16. In 1985. Yeah. I, I don't know. All right, fine. But that would be like 1970. <laughs> Yeah, I guess okay. it would. Maybe he's 17. I don't know when Woodstock was. 69, 68. Yeah, my brother. What year was what year was Woodstock 2? 99? Yeah, Woodstock 2. Oh, yeah. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, I do, yeah. That was a disaster. Limp Biscuit were there. Yeah, they were. 1969. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. If he's 16, oh, that makes perfect bloody sense. Works. All right, fine, fine. God. Thank God that thing I vaguely remember turned out to yeah. be possibly true. Yeah. So, Chrisman Glover was also out. Yeah. He, he, he got a pay cut like half of Elizabeth's shoe and he thinks it's because he kind of put up a fuss about the ending of part one. Also, if you're an actor, yeah. shut up. Yeah, I mean, just, what, what difference does it make? You've, you've read the script and whatever, just yeah. do whatever. Yeah, yeah. And but I think he sued, you think he he sued did. the producers. So right? what basically happened is they still used his likeness and they got an actor to put on George McFly kind of makeup yep. and like big glasses. And so oh. he appears as an old man and they also use like footage from the first Upside movie. down. Upside down for some reason. That's another thing I'd have put up in. Up, side, he, down, yeah, he, back, repair. That'll come up, come yeah, up later. Yeah, because he, 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 is, he is upside down in weird gravity moon boots because yeah. he was in an automobile accident yes. in the 80s, right? I thought it was recently. Okay, we'll Doesn't figure it out in a second, yeah. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. So he sued and they ended up giving him 250000 sorry, $750,000. Yeah. Because they were like, this is just cheaper than going to court. Uh-huh. So and apparently some laws were changed with actors and using their likenesses and that. A similar thing happened with um Hicks in Alien Three. Yep. I think he got more money. What's his name? Michael Bean got more money to not be in to it. To not be in it, or maybe it was like half the money he got on Aliens or something. Yeah, yeah. Because they used his likeness at the start on a little eight bit digital yeah, screen. Yeah, it just says deceased. Yes. Definitely dead. Not coming back. Or maybe he will now for Alien yeah. Five or whatever. Yeah. Would you like to? Would you like to know a Woodstock '99 fact? Is it about all the rapes and murders? In a way, sure. it's all the rapes and murders that were avoided. Sugar Ray was also slated to appear at Woodstock 1999, but had to cancel due to lead singer Mark McGrath's illness. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's disappointing, right? Yeah. Aerosmith also cancelled. I heard that was an absolute disaster. There was also a Woodstock 3, and it was in like an airplane hangar or something. Yeah, or it was just yeah. like in a concrete field. It was one in 2009 as well, yeah. Oh, no way. Great. Awesome. Anyway, yeah. what do you think the story of part two was? Oh. Uh, so... <laughs> Apparently they didn't want to go to the future because these things never they never get them right. But they had to. Yeah. But they, they did get it right. Did they? Pretty you, much. You wanna play close. you wanna play that game? We'll play it in a minute. Okay, sure. So so they go to the future just because Doc Brown wants to see the future. Yeah. And then he discovers that Marty McFly's son yes. is in trouble with the law because he agrees to some sort of robbery. Yes, with Griff Tannen. Yes, and his his uh, his son is a is a sniveling weakling. Yes, like, like original George McFly for yes. some reason. Yes, uh, and real sweaty, real sweaty. Yeah, and it looks exactly like him. It looks exactly like him. And then also, I've got a question. Okay, I'm ready. Where's the Marty McFly generation of Biff? 
Yeah. Think about it. I am thinking about it. <laughs> there isn't one. There is, they're so weird. That's why he's so cool because he didn't get beat up so much. That's actually a really good... <laughs> that's an excellent point. <laughs> Thank you. Weekly Planet exclusive. We figured it out. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So the things you were saying. Oh, uh, so they go into the future yep. and then in attempt... Uh, so they prevent Marty. They prevent Marty's son from going down this path. Yes, this path of crime. Yes, and they're up sending Griff Tannen to jail. Yes, but in the interim, future Biff Tannen. Yes, acquires a sports almanac. Correct, and then he uses the time machine mm-hmm. to go back to the nineteen fifties. Give him his younger self the sports almanac. Yes, the younger self places a series of bets. Yes. In on, on sporting events, yes. he becomes a multi-billionaire. Yes, and then that ruins the future somehow. Correct. That ruins the eighties. That Barney he and, becomes Donald Trump. Oh god, he does, doesn't he? Ah, oh. <laughs> ruining the future. Ruining the future. So, yeah. So they go. So Marty and Doc and Jennifer and Einstein go back to nineteen eighty-five to find it's been ruined. Yes, mm. and then they have to go back to the, to the past, oh. to, and it runs parallel with the first movie. Yeah. I'll say this. Yes. I like the future stuff. Yep. I don't like the weird alternate Biff 80s. Neither do I. I hate it. And I know it's supposed to be gross and awful. Yep. But I hate it. I guess you're supposed to hate it, but I hate it more than you're supposed to hate it. Right. It kind of drags. Uh Uh-huh. Billy Zane's in it. That's pretty good. (laughs) That isn't the first one. And... The, I like the parallel stuff in the 1950s. Me too. I think that's great. I think that's all. That's Full powerful. credit. You can watch both of them and go, two didn't completely ruin one. Like, yes. Logically, they both follow. They work. Yeah, sure. Which is important to me in a time travel movie, even in one that doesn't make any sense. Except like for Terminator. One. Except for Terminator. When all bets are off, I don't care. It's all great. <laughs> it's all bad. Okay, here we go. This is a game I'm going to call, What Parts of the Future Did Back to the Future Get Right? And okay. When They Went to the Future. Okay, great. Question mark? Yep. These are do you want me to just list things? I can do it. I've already listed them. Okay, great. I can go through them if you want. Can I give you one straight off the bat? Sure. One they got absolutely right. Every house has four fax machines in it. <laughs> and when you get fired, they just send you heaps of faxes. Isn't that odd that they thought that fax would be the the main, uh, kind of a, a dot matrix printer? Yep. Is that what they were called? Yeah. You know, the scrolly, grinding printer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how you get fired. But you know what they did and get... And also you get a... You get a you get a caption on your video screen that says you're fired with an exclamation mark. It's pretty great. Um, what did Marty do? He used his company card to bloody skim some something or whatever. Yeah, something. He agreed to, with some other guy and then his boss turned out to be listening on the line. And they worked in some weird trope where he can't handle being called a chicken. Yeah, they did do that. Yeah, so he has to fight anytime someone calls him a chicken. Was that evident? Was that evident in the first one? It's kind of mentioned, but he just kind of fights because that's kind of what he needs he... to fight at the time. But in the second one, it's like his downfall. And yeah. third one, mm. it's like his hubris. It is, is his getting hubris. the be- yeah. hubris. Thy name is Marty McFly. Marty McFly being called a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the reason he mangles his hand and he can't play guitar, and because he could have been a sweet rock star. That's right. But he wasn't. Ooh. Or maybe he is because the future's not set now or whatever. But yep. he's not because it's 2015 and mm. he's not a rock star or a real person. Okay, they kind of got wireless games right with because they're like you have to use your hands in the in the toy. That's oh, Elijah, that's right. That's yeah, Elijah yeah. Wood. They've they've got kind of now they don't really have mind control games, do they? But they've got motion. Yeah, Sensory true. Kind okay, of, yeah. Kind of, so that's they sort got, of right. They got weird retro diners right. 
That's exactly it. Like eighties diners. We've got, we've got Retrocade. We've got Eight Bits. Yep. We've got uh, bloody A Forgotten World. Yep. That's just in Melbourne. Absolutely. I mean, we don't. None of those are. None of those are presented by a weird. Uh, Max Headroom style, <laughs> Ronald Jack- Reagan president, or Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson, yeah, weird puppet. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a person actually. The it is, right, yeah. the yeah. Michael Jackson one. Sequels like multiple sequels, the Jaws nineteen or whatever. Uh-huh. Did you see the trailer for Jaws nineteen? It's like a spoof parody. No, it's pretty good. Okay. And like I went to the comments and I'm like, I hope somebody said the shark still looks fake. And that's like the first comment. Uh-huh. I'm like, great. 3D, not holograms uh-huh. in that sense, but 3D is like a thing. Yep. Video conferences. Sure, where people get fired. Yes. Yep, great. Flat, okay, that works. flat screen wall-mounted TVs. Yeah, okay. Tablets. Like, uh, you know, the guy who asked him to give over some money for the... Oh, for the for the cab ride. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that and the bloody... Oh, he wants money for to save the clock tower or whatever. Mm. And there's also needles from the Red Hot Chili Peppers who is still alive in 2015. That's right. <laughs> so, he's the guy who gets Marty fired. Yeah, needles. Yeah. And causes him to have the car accident. He's his biff! <gasps> anyway yeah these are some things that don't make the cut okay hoverboards and i know people say there's hoverboards now and the closest thing we've got now it's like it's about a three inches thick and it's a hoverboard and it's like filled with like liquid nitrogen and it hovers and you can go on it yes but it's in a laboratory no no it works okay in like you can use it but again it's not Mass manufactured, like the kind of like something. Sure, it's it and it's not. Count. Mattel hasn't produced it. No, it, and also if you slip and fall and it runs over your face, <laughs> your face is going to break off because yes. of the liquid nitrogen. Correct. Mm. Flying cars are not really a thing. What I know, people are always saying like, "This is look, it's a flying car. That's a car with, that you put like a helicopter part." Yes, to it or whatever. When we were kids, there was a TV series called Beyond Two Thousand on looked, Australian that TV that looked beyond the year two thousand, yeah, beyond the year two thousand to the future, and every. Every episode, there was a car that turned into a plane or a boat. Some wacky inventor (laughs) had always built a plane that turned into some sort of other vehicle and they were like, look, I've built, look, it turns into a plane. And then at the end of the thing, they're like, his his car plane doesn't fly yet, but he's hoping (laughs) that after a few more years of research and millions of dollars of investment, that'll happen. Never happened. Never happened. They all died in poverty. Correct. (laughs) Let the dog out. You gotta let the dog out. I let the bloody dog out. Who let the dog out? James. Oh, 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 let the dog out. It's James. He's letting the dog out. All right. We should fly through this, but this has yeah, gone okay, for cool. way too long. All right. I can um, go to dinner. Yeah. Okay. Holograms. Yes. No. Not really. Not no. like that. No. Um. It says Queen Diana in the newspaper. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yes. Uh, laser discs being. Because when he first gets in the past, yes. there's like big crates of like shrink rack wrapped laser discs behind him. Oh, that's what that is. <laughs> huh. Unless they're just throwing them out. Maybe. So Because jazz drives became a thing. Correct. Yeah. I don't think there was ever enough laser discs to you know, to to pack them as tightly as they're packed. Yeah, yeah. The fax machine things you said, that stun thing that you mentioned before that can knock out a person. Yep. Upside down back repair. Uh, double ties. Which oh, I, sure, yeah. Which I guess, yeah. Which I guess could be a thing, but like you could technically do that. But you know, mm. um, suspended animation kennels for dogs. There's a company uh, that called Interno Auto that used to make double ties, but they really, don't, they don't exist <laughs> oh, anymore. Okay, yeah. Rubbish fusion powered engines. Oh yeah, sure. Though there is like 
I think people have made like a manure powered car, like that runs like off the methane. Probably runs like crap. <laughs> <laughs> really loud yeah it is uh, we'll fix that in post absolutely actually yep. I will because that's it that'll kill somebody yep Doc has a change of skin and hair yep and but he looks about the same he looks about the same doesn't he and auto lacing shoes which I feel like could be a thing if people bothered like I don't think that's impossible and yeah. self-drying jackets I guess also yeah yeah anyway I like the bit how he freaks out about the shark and nobody bats an eye that's true yeah. that's cool yeah uh, I love the hoverboard chase sequence it's one of the best sequences in all these movies. Now, when they made the hoverboard chase sequence, yeah. it happens, and then Biff goes, well, this looks awfully familiar. Because the exact same thing happened. The exact same thing happened. Was that... Do you think they were like, we'll do this and it'll be a fun, you know, it'll be funny that history's repeating itself? Was, yeah. that a, was that a proper theme they made? I think so. Or do you think it was just like... If we don't do an ex- if we don't do a chase sequence, this is more or less exactly the same. People are not going to like this film. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I guess so. I think it's a nice nod to the first one. I guess, but also the last third act is a nice nod to the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same bloody thing. Yeah, like it's it, the that whole sequence is a good combination of like wires and yep. you know like he's actually on a real skateboard and uh-huh. you can't see it and whatever. It all yep. looks pretty good. There's a little yeah, bit yeah. of green screen that doesn't uh-huh. look as convincing. The flying DeLorean looks amazing. Kind of does, yeah. Yeah, it kind of yeah. does. The you know what look also looks good is the 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 composite shots. The like that young Biff, old Biff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They absolutely. are. They, I think they pioneered some sort of weird camera trick or a new a new type of camera yeah. where they could do it. They could do that that single shot thing without looking incredibly awkward. It looks amazing, and not only that, it's really well acted. Yes, like he's obviously both characters, and there's also they do the same thing at the Marty McFly family dinner table because he's yep. three of the characters in that room. That's right, yeah, because he plays the daughter and his son. Yeah, <laughs> there is one shot though where old Biff throws the almanac. Yeah, and it's a young bit, Biff, yeah. and it's so green screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the last bit in the tunnel and the hoverboard's pretty good. Yes. And Biff hates manure yet again. But who likes manure? Who gets a f- face full of manure and Yeah, manure I feel likes? strongly that the movies would be much less successful if every time that happened, Biff was like, oh, I love it. Nom, 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 <laughs> nom, 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 nom. I mean, it'd be successful in a certain demographic. Yes. But there's not that many of them. They'd pay good money. Certainly. They'd pay like 100 bucks for the DVD, but... <laughs> You know? That's the extent of it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Also, remember how I said the thing about George McFly punching out Biff? Yes. In this movie, you see Biff spiking the punch with alcohol, and then in the first movie, you see George McFly drinking it before he hits Biff. Uh, That's cool, right? That is a cool little callback, yeah. Bit of bloody alcohol courage and yeah. whatever. Yeah. He's lucky that didn't go real south, though. Yeah. All right, we should do three quickly, right? Okay, let's do it. Let's knock it off real quick. All right, filmed at the same time as part two. What's the story? This is one of the first movies I ever saw as well at, at the cinema. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. I would say that's, it's not intriguing, certainly. Or interesting. <laughs> it's neither of those things. It's just a thing that happened. Certainly. Look, it's the one that I didn't watch today. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hang on. I think if you went, go, went back and watched it, you'd realize it's pretty good. Yeah. But the Doc Brown love stuff really drags it down. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Like, they're both good in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mary Steinberg. Yeah, who's uh, Ted Danson's wife is, is, is good. Yeah. But it's a lot of Doc and not a lot, and a lot of Marty right, right, as right. much. And mm-hmm. I don't know. He's good, but yeah. if it was a lot of Doc and he wasn't doing all this love shit, 
movie be over real quick? No, I just mean it'd be better. It'd be okay, more, right. If it was just him doing adventurous stuff. Yeah. Look, I can't remember what the plot is. Doc Brown is stuck in the 1800s for some reason. At the end of part two, he gets hit by lightning and yes, he's flying to Norwood and he gets sent back to 1885 and he's living because his life the, in the Old West. Because the, the, the time travel circuit... The, the panel keeps yeah. malfunctioning yes. and listing 1885 yeah. on it. Yeah. So he gets, and he can't get back. Yeah. So he leaves his. Because he doesn't have no plutonium. That's right. Or garbage. Yes. <laughs> and the car's wrecked, though. Oh, yeah, that's also true. Uh, it does not done have none of those things. Yeah, yeah. So he leaves his car in a mine. Yeah, and yeah, mine shaft. Yep. So for 1955 version of him and Marty, who's still stuck there, to take it out, repair it. Yes. Go back Because and get Marty Doc. receives a letter yes. from Doc Brown that says, here's where I've left the. Yeah. The. the DeLorean. Use it to go back to eight eighty five to nineteen eighty five. Don't worry about me. Right, right, right. Yeah. But then he discover he finds an obituary that yes. says Doc Brown was killed like a week after yes. he wrote that letter. And he's like, Well, I gotta go back. Gotta go back. Yeah, yeah. Back to the future. Yeah. Or past. Power of love. Certainly. I love Doc Brown. It's <laughs> that's the secret love story. I think so. Of these movies. So I like, you know what I do like? I like how Marty, like, they make an attempt to kind of dress him up like a cowboy. Uh-huh. And it's just way off. Yeah. Like, I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. That's Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, yeah. He uses the name Clint Eastwood. And we see Clint Eastwood in... Two. Two, yeah. I think it's, I think it's, it's either Fistful of Dollars or The Good, Bad, The Ugly, or yeah, yeah. one of those. Uh-huh. And then, and the scene that they show is the scene where Clint Eastwood has, like, a metal plate under his... That's right, yeah. Under his... Blanket, uh-huh. poncho, and yeah. he gets shot, but he lives because like a bulletproof vest. Then Marty uses that exact trick. Yes. And it's sweet as. Sweet as. Yeah. That was in the video game. It's pretty great. Was it? Yeah. You got to wear that under your bloody... Yeah. Oh, the Super Nintendo version? I think I played it on Omega 500. So you could, you could just be shot? Well, not heaps. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know that bit where Marty gets hung in the town square? Yes. That they really hung him. Ooh. So there was a like a there's they a stoltzed him. Yeah, they like stoltzed him. There's a bit. There's like a thing they can put on the neck so it doesn't. Right, so it doesn't. Yeah. So it's obviously not really being hung, but apparently it was visible. Yep. So like everyone agreed, including Michael J. Fox, that oh, we'll just take it out. We'll do it for a few seconds. And they thought he was acting, but he was really being like choked out. Uh huh. Like, and it was it was quite a dangerous situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. The chase sequence at the end on the train's pretty good, I guess. Yep. The shootout's really awesome. Mm-hmm. How he overcomes his bloody being a chicken. That's right. He's just like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave. Uh-huh. And the flying train's great. Yes, it is. Now, the when I was a kid, Harvey Comics released a Back to the Future comic book series. Sure. I mean, they're doing one now, I think. Oh, they? There's going to be a new version. Okay. But there was a like a Harvey Comics version... Harvey Comics created, uh, well, they, they published uh, Richie Rich Casper, yep, yep. et cetera, et cetera. It was really good at the time. It was written by Dwayne McDuffie, the late, great Dwayne McDuffie. Was it set after three? Yes. And it was Marty and... It was Marty and Doc. And Doc's And Clara. Kids. And yeah, and uh, they had the DeLorean, they had the train. Yeah. They went back to the 1930s. Yeah. It was pretty great. Uh, Dwayne McDuffie uh, was a creative milestone comics. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. It was, it was real good. Real good All series. Right. I will maybe read that at some point. If it's available literally anywhere. I don't yes. know if it is. I guess um, Doc Brown exists out of time in this one, in him and his family, because he's from the 50s and 80s and whatever. Yep. So he goes, rescues a, a dead woman yep. who was supposed to go into the ravine uh-huh. and then has two kids that shouldn't exist. Right. And then spends his life as a wacky time-traveling lunatic. Yeah. That's good for him, yeah, I guess. Yeah, great. Good on him. Yeah. I've got one bit of trivia left, unless you've got anything else to say. No, that'll do it. I feel like I'm selling this short. It's, it, is, it is a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's good. it wraps up the saga well and... And whatever. I enjoyed it a lot, yeah. Do you think we'll ever see a part four? No. 
Good. Check the bloody check bloody Tom Wilson's card. It says no, not happening. Apparently, Robert Zemeckis says I'd have to be dead for them to make that. Oh, he has said that in the past. Yeah, yeah we, so. I think we've talked about it on the show. Yeah. He's like, I he he and the, the other writer. Yeah. I think they own all the publishing okay, rights. Okay, sure. And so he's like, I would have to be dead. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could well, they both have to be dead? That means we're probably going to see it. Oh eventually. yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't live forever. Okay, here we go. Michael Winslow. The famous sound effects comedian who was in many of the Police Academy Correct. films. Correct. He performed the sound effects of Michael J. Fox's feet during the breakdancing sequence. Clippity-cloppity, clippity-clop. You know the bit where he does a little dance? Yeah. I don't think that's breakdancing, though. That's more like a Michael Jackson kind of moonwalky mm, yeah, yeah. thing. Again, though, that's an example of do you not know where you are? Because he's like dance and he's like, he moonwalks and yeah, does yeah, like yeah, a yeah. weird kind of show. Do a waltz, man. Do a bloody waltz. Do a bloody waltz. Anyway, all in all, best movies ever? Yeah, best movies ever. Despite your nostalgia, whatever, you don't yeah, care yeah. for this, but you're like, great. Again, I'm going to throw that gonna throw that cell into a storm drain. Good, good, good. Yeah. You know what it's time for? What we read in? What we going to read. Theme. <laughs> I'm doing the theme. There's a Back in Time documentary, Back to the Future documentary. Oh, yes. Called Back in Time, uh-huh. which I just said. Oh, yes. Uh, its digital premiere is the 21st of October, and it is, which is this week, oh, yeah. as we've discussed, and it's just all about the making of Back to the Future. That sounds really good. And I don't know whether it's good, but Who's I'm going to I'm download it and watch gonna, it, yeah. or stream it, or whatever, however you're allowed to watch it, um, <laughs> the thing. What are you reading? I read, in, uh, actually on Netflix, speaking of time travel stuff, I've been watching a show called Continuum. Yes. It's been going for a while. Yes. Uh, have you seen it? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I've heard of it. Okay. Look, it's. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it. Please tweet me and let me know if it gets great. But it's basically this. The scenario is that there are these rebels in the future, Ooh. and they've gone back in time. Ooh. They they thought they were going to go back. It's it's the 2070s. It's like 2077. Yep. And. These rebels have gone back in time. They think they thought they were going to only go back a couple of years, but they ended up going back to now, the modern day. Okay. And they're going to alter the future, but also in the accident that sent them back in time, there's also like a future police lady. She's gone back in time to stop them, right? And but the the premise is the 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 bigger premise of this show is that in the future, the government, all the world governments have crumbled. And corporations have taken over the okay. entire world. Sure. And the reason I don't buy the scenario is because in this future, the entire world just isn't garbage. <laughs> like these, this, it's, it's, it might, it seems to be that there's like a, like an elite. Yep. Like this, the, 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 this police lady's in this sort of, you know, corporate elite. Sure. And so she's got a great life. So maybe the rest of the world isn't so good. Yeah. But it's like one of those futures where everything's, you know, everything's amazing and everybody's got the flat screen TV and the future, you know, amazing future world or whatever. Yeah. And and the the rebels are painted as as these bad guys who are trying to destroy this utopian world. You so, see, you've got the look that says it doesn't work, right? Wait, so the rebels are the good guys? No, the rebels are painted as the bad guys in the show. In the show. So then you're not supposed to like them. Yeah, they're like killers. Okay, but um, try and imagine a world <laughs> where the governments are gone and the only things that exist are corporations. That world's a hellhole. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it would weird. Be all... So I don't know. I, I get the sense that maybe eventually she, she the police lady's going to realise that her world is not yeah. as she thinks it is okay. kind of thing. And she's going to take their side or whatever. But right now I'm like, I don't know about this premise. 
You know what I'm not reading this week? What's that? That show. That show? Yeah. <laughs> Good idea. All right, I got a what we reading here. I'm ready. My what we reading suggestion is the anime called Cowboy Bebop. I consider it one of my top three favorite animes of all time, and I feel like if you don't have the time to be an anime fan, you'll truly appreciate it. Its English dubbing cast is considered even better than the Japanese, which is rare in the anime community. Uh, I won't spoil anything about it, but it's very grounded for an anime, and the whole mood of the anime is very jazzy. So yeah, love, the, po- love the podcast, keep it up, and why does it sound like Mason doesn't have his pants on during the podcast? I played the fifth. <laughs> doesn't apply here. Oh yeah, you're right. That's because I'm not wearing any pants, <laughs> primarily. Also, could I be the official movie trailer voice? I submitted the letters, uh, the movie trail style thing for the podcast. That was great. I enjoyed yeah, that one a lot. Too. Yeah, it's fantastic. Speaking of themes, Mason. Oh, yeah. Do you have a letters theme for I this week? I do have a letters theme. So for those who don't know, every week you refuse to edit in a new letters theme. I refuse. Oh, he's done it again. I Why am. do you keep... You're a dictator. I am. So anyway, I, I appreciate if the listeners would like to record their own letters theme. If yes. you want to put it on YouTube and tweet it at me. And then I'll find it and then I'll just play it out of my phone into my microphone and then we have a letters theme. The letters theme that everyone wants, but James <laughs> refuses to edit in. I refuse. There I, we go. I still refuse. I haven't Great. changed. You my haven't stance. changed. I thought I could get you with some, <laughs> some reverse psychology, but it didn't work. Anyway, Rob Hurst yes. has sent one in to us. It's called Power of Letters. I wonder how this is going to go. Interesting. Yep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Just like just like Huey Lewis and the News. You know what I think <laughs> when they when when the producers of Ghostbusters said, "Hey, Huey Lewis, do you want to do a theme to Ghostbusters?" And he said, "No, they should have just got bloody Rob Hurst." I agree. He could have done something even better. Even greater, right? Yes. Great. So next week, I guess, uh, we're probably going to do a horror movie or a horror comics-themed episode. So if anyone wants to send in a horror-themed... Oh, that'd be so good. That would be pretty good, wouldn't it? Great. Or just send somebody going letters over and over and go, ooh, over the top. That's fine, I'll be equally scared. How about this? Edit this together. You say letters? Letters. Woo! Someone do something with that. Sort of... Look, we've bloody done all your work for you at this point. Hey, Nick, James, and Mason, all three of you. Uh, big fan of the show at the Mr. Sunday Movies channel. Thank you for entertaining me, providing me with insights on movies, and most importantly, teaching me the names of obscure mid-90s comic characters whose exploits I'll never read. That's the spirit. <laughs> I'm currently working on a graphic novel of sorts and wondered if Nick would settle for having his likeness drawn into a panel and the... As the hey asshole guy or hey asshole guy. Yes, absolutely. So I would that, love that. So that much. is your dream to be that guy in the movie. In a That's movie, right. yeah. Which reminds me, in one of the Back to the Futures, yes, uh, McFly is the hey I'm walking here guy. <laughs> That's pretty great. The kid McFly. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think it's yeah. his. Yeah, it is son. kid. It yeah, is yeah. kid McFly. Yeah, the greasy weakling McFly. <laughs> yes, I would love that. That'd That's, be my favorite thing. That's a. And if that ever gets adapted into a movie, well, well. Who you would know, play that? Maybe Ryan, me. Ryan Felipe, probably. <laughs> yes. If so, I'd be happy to uh, do a shout-out for all the hours. If so, I'd be happy to do a shout-out for all the thank you for all the hours you put in. Uh, the podcasting you've given to me. I read that weirdly, but I'm not doing uh-huh. it again. <laughs> uh, I've atta- attached a couple of finished pages, but don't feel uh, you have to read them out. I'll talk about this on the show. Uh, keep on making the funnies. Grab that gem, John from London. I did read them. It's coming along. It's looking good. Sent right. a couple of pages. I don't know if reading a comic even works, though on a, this kind of medium. If I was like, and in this panel, there's this person standing on this side of the panel, uh-huh. of the comic panel. 
you're reading a comic. Yeah. Also, I don't know what it was called because he didn't um didn't put the name in. So sorry, John. But you'll be okay. I assume it's called John's comic. <laughs> Hello, James, and the other one. I'm a big fan of your channel. The Which pod- ones are you referring to? I don't know. Yeah. I'm a big fan of your channel, the podcast, and you two dickheads. I was wondering if you got... What, oh, he's referring to me. <laughs> okay. I was wondering what you guys thought of Civil War 2, a sequel to the original comic series. Its release will coincide with Captain America Civil War. I believe it'll be just like the first one, but different. Ooh. Also, how do you feel about uh, when films affect comics rather than the other way around? Keep up the good work and grab that potato. There is a current Civil War comic which is set in an alternate future. Okay. but Is I it the old man Logan future? Sort of, it's oh, so good. Conf- that old man Logan story. Yes. Just, they've mashed it up in the, the new weird- one. Yeah. Is it not as good? Sec- no, because they've, he's gone into weird different kind of dimensions and there's like future cities and yeah. different versions of the X-Men. The appeal of old man Logan was he just wanders the desert and yeah. is a prick. And he's, he's the only one left. Yes. Like it's a Mad Max, it's a Marvel Mad Max. Exactly. It's a world that is... Ultimately has no hope yep. to it. So I would love an actual sequel to Old Man Logan yep. instead of whatever this is. It's okay. not bad, yep. but it's just... Mm. It could be Wolverine in any time period. Yeah. Anyway, Civil War Two. I guess they're doing another one. Fantastic. Hey, do you care? They do this all the time. When Spider-Man uh, eventually came back to be Spider-Man in the comics, that was to coincide with the release of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. So Because everybody kind of loved that... Um, what was it? The uh, when Doc Ock was Spider-Man. oh uh, superior Spider-Man, yeah, yeah, yep. and that kind of that all you know the movie comes out and then they change it or whatever. That happens a lot. Does it yeah, bother yeah. you? No, I like. Uh, it doesn't bother me. I think it's interesting. Mm, I bet like, you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I'm addicted to saying it. Uh, I. You know what it does? It does kind of take out a little bit of the dramatic tension. Yep, sure. Like in the Captain America comic books, yep. Captain America was dead for a long time. Yes. And then they announced the movie. Yes. And you're like, well, obviously they're going to bring him back in the comics in time for the movie. Yeah. Because there's no way they're going to release a Captain America movie and then fans of the movie go to find the comic book and Captain America is not in it. Yes. Like that's not going to happen. So Correct. so you you can you have you go well okay they're going to have to wrap up the the storyline here. Yeah. Um the buck stops here or the bucky, bucky stops, stops here. here. Very good. Thank so, you. So but I also enjoy the way that they have to contrive <laughs> scenarios in which the comic books are more like the movies. I like watching those wheels turn. Okay. My favourite, and I've mentioned on the show, is that Nick, the original Nick Fury in the comic Marvel comic books is white. Yep. He was played by David Hasselhoff in the TV movie. And in the comics. And in, Yes. And then in the movies, it's Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. Because the, ultimates, the ultimate version of Nick Fury looks exactly like Samuel yes. L. Jackson. So... They've had to contrive a scenario, because they're getting rid of the Ultimates line, they had to contrive a scenario in which the regular universe Nick Fury is also black. Because it's his son now? It's his illegitimate son that didn't exist, that he didn't know existed, but now is higher up in, like is a is a main player in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. And is now the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. while the original Nick Fury is trapped on the moon. <laughs> Correct. Guarding stuff. Yeah, he's the new Watcher. Yeah, he of. is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also... He's chained up as well, I think. He is, so he can't leave the moon. the moon. Yeah, he's chained to the moon. <laughs> I should have been clearer. He's chained to the moon. <laughs> and that new version of Nick Fury just looks like a younger Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I, I guess 
it's we're definitely going to see more of it now that we're getting more comic book movies. Uh-huh. If it gets kind of out of hand and it ruins certain storylines, then yeah, yes. they'll definitely have a problem with it. Mm. But as long as they can kind of do it in a way that's, you know, it doesn't break anything, yeah. it's fine. I feel yeah. like I want to see stories being written now that get adapted. That okay, like sure. I want to see new stories that be, that become iconic and then become movies. Yep, good like, idea. Because pretty much every movie we've seen is this is an older comic that people love. Yeah. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? So no, I know what you're talking maybe about, we have yeah. to, Maybe we have to wait for the kind of, like, years to pass and then go, oh, remember that run of whatever, that was good, yes, we'll make uh-huh. that. So I'm yeah. sure they exist, but I want to know which ones. Yeah, and also I, I feel that a lot of the older comic book arcs, you know, you, you think of a Spider-Man death of Gwen Stacy or something like that. Sure. Like, nobody... They're they're so well regarded, or they're so they've got people have got such memories of them, mm. or they're so iconic in the evolution of that character yeah. that people will never say, "Oh, they did that totally right in the movies." So yeah, oh, maybe, absolutely, yeah. And partly because you know this this it's such fond memories in people's minds, and partly because maybe a story from the sixties doesn't translate as well to twenty fifteen or Too whatever. Too many argyle sweaters. Too so many argyle sweaters <laughs> and weird hairs. I thought so much such weird hair. So it's it in a way it does work better to say okay here's a comic book story set in modern in the modern world yep. and now we'll adapt that in the modern world. Yeah, there's not, there's not so there's not so many leaps in time and logic and etc. Do you like when they just take the name of a comic, say like Age of Ultron, and just be like, "This is just something else"? No, I don't like that at all. Yeah, I think that I, I because Age of Ultron in the comic books involved parallel universes and time, time travel, travel and, and like a lot of Wolverine, so much Wolverine and Doctor Strange teaming up with the Punisher and yep. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and in this, there was just like, "Oh, he's he's got a he's he's a robot and he's doing robot stuff." Did you know the current version of Ultron has merged with Hank Pym and is floating through space? Yes, good to know. It is good, isn't it? Weekly Planet exclusive. That's right. Wave to Nick Fury as you go past. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last letter. Hey, James. Oh, but imagine, ma- what if, imagine if the, the Earth is in peril and Nick Fury uses the entire moon as a mace because <laughs> he's chained to it. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Yeah. Is he old now as well? Yeah, he's old because yeah. his Infinity Serum wore off. What a dickhead. I know, right? Hey, James and Mason. Uh, I knew you were going to do a Back to the Future episode next week, so I wanted to ask you if Wait, you... how does he know he's from the future? Letters. Letters. <laughs> <laughs> it's more catchy than the power of love I know um, so I wanted to ask if you would were to build a time machine what would you build it out of would it be a car like the film a hot tub or even a phone box brackets reference don't worry it doesn't have to be relative to real science thanks mm-hmm. love every podcast so far makes me look forward to Mondays back in school cheers Griff P.S. may I be the official Welsh Jedi of the podcast yes we don't have one of those no we don't now mm. we have one yeah I have uh, only one yes mm. What would you? I don't know. I like a classic time platform. I think they're pretty good. I like the HG Wells time machine. Oh, sure, a lot of clockwork. Actually, Back to the Future uses that same method of time travel or science, Mm. I guess. Whereas it's not a time and place machine. Yep, it's just a bloody just a time machine. machine, Right. You know, Uh it's not a bad time travel movie. It's not great. Yes, but it's can. It's a bit of a romp. Uh The Time Machine with Guy Pearce. Oh, sure. It's okay. Yeah. Jeremy Irons is a weird underground albino mind-reading man. Yes, that's true. It's got Christina Milian in it or something? Sure. Former pop star? From Britain? Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Good Good for that. Pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I like a... I like a oh, I don't know. Hmm. 
I like the Bill and Ted's. Yeah. Look, I like. Here's the thing, though. I like a time tunnel. Yep. Like I like a headquarter. Here's the, I, I like a headquarters that's got some sort of tunnel in it, and you run through the tunnel, yep. and you end up in the past. But I also like a time, maybe a time gauntlet. Oh, sure. Yeah. You can just you can because you want you because that's that's the dilemma. You want I I would like a time gauntlet so I could be mobile. You don't have to get to a thing. You don't have to get to a thing, but at the same time. Imagine a groovy time tunnel. Absolutely. And it's maybe black and white checkered and it's a time tunnel. <laughs> Are you talking about Austin Powers 2? Yes, but that was based on the time tunnel. Was it really? T- time tunnel's a there real show. Go. Yeah. Wow. What about, well, what, about a, what about a Scott Bakula style quantum leap where you end up in somebody else's body everywhere? Is that really time travel? No, I mean, it is. I, don't, I didn't like that at all. What about um, like people who just blip out of time, like a looper, like you just appear? Mm, no, I, I want something to You want it. something. I want something to it. I, I understand the minimalist aesthetic there yes you but do. i like i like an effect good you know, good i like a i like a appearing in a in a big ball of electricity and you've cut out a bit of the ground yes and a bit of a truck and maybe your feet are burning maybe your feet are burning but they're not in the movie when oh, they do it no. it's weird mm. if you're it doesn't matter <laughs> all right but i mean reese when he travels through time he's in air so mid-air that's yeah. a time and place machine because him and the terminator turn up in different parts of that's true new yeah. york or los angeles wherever those movies are mm. set who cares most of them are shit all right <laughs> That's the show for this week. Weekly Planet exclusive. <laughs> yes. Um, shout out uh, to Janik, who actually lost his dad in the past week. Oh, no. Which really sucks. Um, so I hope you're doing all right. And the saddest of shout outs. Yeah, you? I know, right? Um, mm. Yeah, I hope you and your family are doing okay. Well, as good as you can in this, you know, really terrible time. Yeah. So, yeah, hope, hope, hope you're doing all right. Um, where, where can people find us, Mason? Oh, they can find us uh, at Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter and Gmail and Facebook. Yes. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on uh, Twitter. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. I also thought, and I meant to put this in before we did the letters, we should have hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. If you've yep. got a quick question that maybe won't go in an email, just do hash pla- hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, put one of us in at yeah, yeah, us, sure. And, uh-huh. you know, we'll, 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 we should do some Twitter questions as well. We'll find the hashtag, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, sounds great. Uh, what else? The, follow the Weekly Planet. Yes. For all your Weekly Planet needs. All the needs. That's not us. He's better than us. Yes, he is. And you know what else? The Reddit is great as well. The Reddit is great. It's a bunch of stuff. One day I'll contribute to that. Me too. Yeah, it'll but be great. I do, I do, I do visit it though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like it. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. else? Uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk for the theme songs. Very much so. And thank and you. And the Golden Legend for our logo. Yes. Oh, if we... It's really good. It's a really good logo. We should use that logo more often. Patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. If you want to contribute, we've got a... Bandcamp, God. Yeah, we've got a Bandcamp, Weekly Planet. Just type in... God, shut up, us. (laughs) Empire Strikes Back commentary if you want to listen to it. A lot of people have really enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. Um, You can go listen to that for free or put any money in. If you're a Patreon, it's there already. Nice. That's the show. That's the show, everybody. Next week, something. Something, something. Uh, Grab that gem, everybody. Yes. I'll see you next week. (laughs) Okay, bye. When I'm flying in a plane or I'm on the street There's a lot of famous people that I like to meet They shake my hand and never ask my name And they start asking questions that are always the same Hey, what's Michael J. Fox like? He's nice What's Michael J. Fox like? Nice guy What's Michael J. Fox like? He's an alien Stop asking me the question Went to the bar mitzvah of my nephew Josh Now I'm not Jewish but I like to nosh Put on my yarmulke, started to pray When the rabbi leaned over and I heard him say Hey, was that real manure? No it wasn't Was that real manure? No Was that real manure? It's a movie Stop asking me the question
can we take your picture? Come on, look mean. Would you call my friend a butthead on his answering machine? Hey, questions, questions, just fill my head. I went to my doctor, my doctor said, Hey, what does a key grip do? Set up lights. What does the best boy do? Help the key grip. What does a producer do? I don't know. Stop asking me the question. Do you all hang out together? No, we don't. How's Crispin Glover? Never talk to him. Back to the future for not happening. Stop asking me the question. Hey, who's the nicest famous guy you know? Adam Sandler. Who is the biggest jerk? Gary Busey. How much money do you make more than you do? So stop asking me the question. Thanks a lot, everybody. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.